0: I should be there just
2: Welcome back, everybody, to open the voice gate.
3: Um, it is the day after Christmas and Wow, we're recording on the day after Christmas. We we must really love you people. Um, this is John here. We got the entire group. Apparently, none of us have anything better to do on the day after Christmas, like spend time with our families or anything. <laughs> um, what's going on, everybody? How was your Christmas? You know? uh,
0: my Christmas was, well, uh, I, I'll, I, I can start. My Christmas was fine. And then the day after Christmas, you know. It's not much. My dad is two segments short of hitting, like, platinum membership for Delta Airlines. I think it's Delta. It might not be. So on today and then on Wednesday, he's flying to Chicago and then flying right back just so he can reach, like, his special status so he can get free things. Um, (laughs) And that's, that's the most exciting thing going on in my life right now
4: people are crazy about that though like when i was i'm right now in lovely jupiter florida home of burt reynolds visiting my parents and uh a, a person that was out on my flight from greenville to atlanta was like i have to go or after christmas i'm flying a flight just because they wouldn't let me buy the miles to get this special system that lets me i guess that lets them i guess get like free upgrades or something so like people go yeah, crazy
0: it's totally worth it, though. I think it's worth the struggle because I, when I travel with my dad, it, you know, it's a very nice process now, and I, and I encourage him to go get as many points as possible.
4: The, the airlines actually care about you, then.
0: <laughs> exactly.
4: Yeah, but no, mine, mine's been nice. I mean, I ended up waking up in the middle of the night for final gate, which meant that I slept for fourteen hours last night because I decided to go through all Christmas things during the day, and I fell asleep on the couch at 5 p.m., and my brother was texting me to make sure I was alive. So, (laughs) a a usual Spears Christmas, if you will.
3: (laughs) How's your Christmas, Milo? Uh, That good.
1: Oh, my God. It's just, there's... uh, Okay, so, I spent it with my Spanish family, and let's just say that it's very animated all the time. Forever, um, so yeah, no, it, it was it was cool. I mean, I ate so much in the past two days that I was pretty sure I was gonna explode like that, like that guy in the in that Monty Python movie. Um, you guys have seen that movie, right?
4: Nope. Uh, which um, one is it? Life of uh, Brian that he explodes in? Uh, I can't. I
1: I have the French title right now, but I can't remember the English one because that's so freaking typical. Um, but I'm. Pretty sure that's... Uh, let me check. But yeah, no, so... There was, there was a lot of food. It was very... Very animated. I got to see my dog, which was definitely the highlight. Because um, I never see good. her. What?
0: That's always good. Even though yes. yesterday... And I, and I like dogs, and animals are good. But I think we hit a peak on the internet yesterday with dogs. And I think now we need to all scale it back a little bit. I'm not saying don't share your cute dog. Not saying you know dogs are bad. I'm saying I saw a lot of dogs yesterday, and maybe now we, everyone in the world, needs to go. Hey, maybe my dog is my dog, and not the world needs to see it. I'm grumpy about dogs. I apologize. It sounds like someone needs to get a dog.
1: Yeah, that's I have, what I have was a dog. Say.
0: I have a dog, and my dog's great, even though he's actually been obnoxious lately. But he's a sweetheart. Um, I don't like my cat. I have a cat that I hate. Um, what? But. My like, my cat is evil. I don't like her. She makes me upset sometimes. and it, like it's like a like a human hatred, but towards an animal. So I know it's wrong and it, it <laughs> makes me sound insane. but I just I really dislike my cat.
4: so how was, so, how is yours, Sean? Uh, the
1: Mon- the Monty Python movie is the meaning of life, by the way. Oh that
3: one okay, all right. How was my Christmas? so so I'm in this Japanese class now, right? Um, yeah. And at the last, so we're off all this week, and on the last, why are you laughing? Why is that funny?
4: You went five minutes for mentioning your Japanese
3: class. <laughs> what? Well, You're setting up something, okay? Jesus. So, everybody on so everybody on last Thursday is talking about what their plans are for the holiday break because we have off all this week, and our. Our teacher's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to New Orleans. One of, my, um, one of my other classmates is going to fucking Spain. Another classmate is going to Chicago. Like, no one's going to California. And I'm sitting here like, I'm going home. I'm just going to sit at home and do nothing. I'm not traveling nowhere. So this is what happens when you have class with a bunch of fucking rich New Yorkers, basically, is they're all goddamn wow. traveling all over the globe. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm just... I'm just going to go home and sit around for a while. This <laughs> is going to be my holiday. So that's what I did. I did absolutely nothing. Um, I, just, I mean, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I have to go back to work on Tuesday anyway. So it's like, Oof. whatever. That's
1: pretty and, bad.
3: And, uh, I mean, I used up all my vacation days. And the same thing will probably happen next next year, too. I'll probably use them all up on the Japan trip again. But what are you going to do? You have to make sacrifices. You sacrifices for, sacrifices for what you love, um, but That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I'm still like, should we? We should like tell the listeners and be honest here that th- we had the best pre-show banter this this week. Oh, it
1: was great. Like the,
3: yeah. the banter before the show that you'll never and we didn't record of- any of it, which is so typical. <laughs> we talked about like drug overdoses. At Dogs anime on drugs.
1: I'm pretty sure.
3: Yeah, dogs on crack, and it was it was great. So, sorry folks, you don't get to. Sorry, hear you'll that, never but... get to hear it though. But it was great. Um, uh, so we should get into Dragon Gate. We actually have a lot to discuss for once. Um, we have two shows to talk about. Um, we have the questions and the retro we watch. So let's start with December twentieth, Kirk and Hall. Um, this was the last Kirk and show of the year. What did everybody think of the show overall? I thought the show was pretty damn good, actually.
0: Uh, yeah, the mm-hmm. show was enjoyable. I think there were there were two big bright spots. Um, and there was a, a disappointing match, which ended up going into a disappointing Final Gate match. Uh, but overall, I mean, it was it was a Dragon Gate Corkin show, so you can't... It's not like it's ever going to be bad. I mean, this was still very good, and I thought the main event was outstanding.
3: What would you guys think?
4: Uh, yeah, I ended up, when I was watching it, I didn't watch it live, and I was able to watch unspoiled, which is something that rarely happens to me if I'm not watching something live. But in general, I thought it was a fun match. I thought it was a fun show. I thought that it was probably one of the better Doidarts matches, actually, like, entering, like, wrestling-wise, not just shits and giggles-wise. But it I, it felt like a pretty good go-home, and I kind of... There was one match that I have a lot to talk about that's not Doidarts. But uh, but on the whole, I thought it was, a, in general, it was a good end-of-the-year cork. And then I think that both it and Final Gate are going to make a real interesting January coming up.
3: So mm-hmm. so I had to take issue with that. Who the fuck shits while they, or giggles while they shit? <laughs> what is that phrase? What? Who is, like, who is shitting and, like, wow, this is so funny, I have to giggle about it? John, no... are you okay? <laughs> I, you still...
4: I, I have no John. idea. I think that's just a southern phrase that
3: <laughs> I, I've heard the phrase before. But like, who who
1: giggles while they shit? J- John, I think you're <laughs> just. It's okay. It's it's gonna be okay. Okay.
3: All right. I just want. I just need. I need answers. I'm sorry. Um, Cork and Hall, the opening match. Masaki Mochizuki, Hollywood Soccer Chikawa, and Big R Shimizu defeating Hulk KZ and Sachi Hoko boy. Shimizu pinning Sachi in about eleven minutes with the shot putt slam. I just realized Stalker was on two teams between this show and Final Gate and did not and was on the winning team on both shows. When is the last
1: time that happened? Things are turning around for him finally. <laughs> <laughs> finally. Oh my oh god.
2: Boy.
4: And this was like serious Stalker you- as well. Like even though Mochi and Shimizu weren't having it, like Stalker, it wasn't like the usual get kicked and then and then beg off. Like he was actually bringing the fire a little bit this week, <laughs> and he had as weird much as
0: Stalker can
4: outside of Blue Mask Stalker. Yeah, absolutely.
3: So the in the post match, I'm just going to quote Jay verbatim here because it's really funny. After picking up the win in the opener, Shimizu said the man who would take over the leading role in Dragon Gate in 2016 was Big R. Shimizu. Mochizuki knew that 2016 had only had 11 days left. Shimizu revised <laughs> his statement to the man who would take over the leading role in Dragon Gate in 2017 would be Big R. Shimizu. I love Shimizu's character Aww. of
1: the I big dumb can you not the love poor dumb him.
3: idiot. It's just really
1: funny. How can you, how can you not love him? I love him.
4: He's mostly beef, not a lot of brains, and he's great. <laughs> um, it's
0: really, it's really funny watching that trajectory of him getting diehards in trouble because of him opening his mouth and just falling for Doi's tactics. And then you look ten months later, and he hasn't learned. He's still making audible mistakes, and I think it's a really, really funny sort of, sort of character thing Big R has.
3: Yeah, I mean, and, and then there's that. It's like he says all this stupid shit, and you look up at the Korkin, like, uh, banners, and there's a banner that says, Born to be Champion. Big Arshmeaser. I'm like, he was born to be something. I don't know if he was champion.
1: <laughs> you will be <laughs> champion.
2: <laughs>
3: match all you two. non-believers
1: will be eating your words
3: soon. Match two, CyberCon defeated Katoka in about seven and a half minutes with a cyber bomb.
2: Does, does How match- many oh, times?
0: Well, hold on. I'm to back up. Milo just said the greatest thing ever. Big R needs to run with the catchphrase "You will eat my words" or something because he's big and he's dumb. He's not very good with words, but there is some golden <laughs> opportunity there with "Eat my words." That is wonderful. That's a
2: name for
3: him. But Casey, so how does this sound in Japanese, though?
0: Uh, you're the person to ask. You've been to Japan. I, bet, John. I
3: guess it would be. It would be like what Koto. it oh Koto Koto o tabimasu. Hey, John, I do you take
0: Japanese classes? <laughs> I
3: do. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> Have that's, you heard? What it, that's what it would sound like in Japanese, I think. Koto o tabimasu. So I don't Already know if I like
2: that. It's not like, like any
3: it. of us would know. I'm pretty sure. Well, well, someone will listen to this and correct me because i am that's probably wrong. But okay. I'm, just, I'm just pulling that out of my ass because koto is word and then o tabimasu would be to eat. So I assume it would be like koto o tabimasu. But anyway. <laughs> um, so cyber kong beat Kotoka in about seven and a half minutes okay. with the okay. cyber bo- oh wait no it's koto Kotoba. oh okay. my god <laughs> all right i just want to make sure i got that sort of right so cyber kong beat Kotoka in seven and a half minutes with the cyber bomb um i just i i uh... this wasn't very good
1: have we done something wrong recently, like collectively as a fan base, to have to sit through so many CyberCon singles matches?
3: <laughs> it's, I'm being punished it's one for, of those. for my uh, constant bringing up Japanese, probably, and everybody else is punished, too.
0: I'm sure Genki Horiguchi's backstage with a the pencil, they're doing some booking, and he's like, oh, match number two on Corkin. what do I need, what do I need? <laughs> CyberCon singles match. He, just, he's, he knows how much the American audience hates it. <laughs>
1: I, uh, I
3: hate it. I think less than most of you.
0: It's I not think, just the
1: American audience. If you listen <laughs> to does, what's going that on, that is
0: very fair.
3: Yes. Um. But yeah, this match was at least it was fa- it was over pretty quick. I don't know. Um, yeah,
1: and I I love this new like kind of new Kotoka,
2: mm-hmm.
1: who kind of you know is still doing his. Like I don't, I I wish he would explain why he keeps doing the blade thing and still wearing the makeup, even though he's technically a like not technically he is a babyface now. But I I think it just works. Like it's a weird blend of weirdness because Kotoka is kind of a weird person, but it really works for him.
0: Well, I, and think about my my thoughts on Kotoka in berserk even when it was an entertaining act but i still couldn't stand the guy and now we've seen two months of unaffiliated kotoka with the face paint and still sort of the blah thing but it's totally working for me now and he's someone that i am now not necessarily excited for but i'm not turning away or wincing at a kotoka match on paper
4: yeah and i guess like my thoughts on kotoka like his character is he suffered this massive like psychological break when Millennials yeah, broke
2: absolutely, up. absolutely, absolutely. And, and
4: maybe he just hasn't snapped back to it, so he's still keeping up with it. And when we get to Final Gate, I have like two minutes prepared to, to talk about how great his Mm-mm. jacket was. So, I mean, I'm okay beautiful. with it. Beautiful,
2: beautiful.
4: I'm okay with this Bayface Katoka. I, that match, like my only note I had for it was Decent, which for a Cyber Kong <laughs> singles match, I'll take. But it, just, <laughs> it was just kind of like, there and i know that katoka is still on his one-man rampage against berserk but i hope that on
1: one man five three rampage <laughs> yeah
4: i i the, the the little guy's going you know he's, he's doing his thing I uh, hopefully oh, hopefully this means that maybe that he that like next few Corkins he'll at least like face someone a little bit more of consequence like, I'd be okay with having uh-huh. him versus Yashi. Like, that'd be a fun little thing to go through. So, why not have that happen?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just no more, yeah.
4: No more Cyber Kong singles matches in corkin I'm pretty much done with those. Oh,
1: my goodness. And I just wanted to say that it's really interesting that you bring up kind of the psychological breakdown that Kotoka um, went through, you know, all throughout um, from the. Dissolution of the millennials to joining Berserk. Um, there, it was a slippery slope. Um, and it's funny because I've been t- I've been thinking about Katoka a lot lately, and I see. Like, you have,
3: this- huh?
1: What? <laughs> Sorry,
3: I meant you. I want don't. Katoka. I didn't
1: even hear what you said.
3: I just meant you want Katoka.
1: I want Katoka. <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs> Sorry, just keep going.
1: John, I have no idea what you're saying right now.
3: Okay, just keep going. It was a bad joke. It was I, something. I,
1: I, uh, <laughs> um,
0: so, Milo, as so, you were saying about Kotoka.
1: So, I was gonna say, um, and this is maybe a little bit of a weird thing to be talking about, but you guys know that that's my my way of doing of doing th- of doing things. Um, but Kotoka, as a character, looking back to. Everything that he's done really um, is something that I find myself relating to a lot. And I know I I know that this is a reach, and I know that this is like a deep analysis, and that there's probably not that much thought that went into creating the character and its uh, and his kind of arc, kind of uh, his story arc, but there's a like i see a lot of and this sorry it's about to get dark in here i see a lot of my mental illness symptoms in the kratoka character um and it's interesting to see that he turned back you know he turned he turned face again but he's still keeping up with these, the you know, the face paint and the blade act and the kind of wild child attitude, because that's not really ever something that's going to disappear. I think he's probably going to keep doing it um, for a long time, but I feel like he's starting a new cycle. And I don't know, maybe we'll talk about this later when we talk about the Triangle Gate match at Final Gate, but Kototo is a very interesting character to me for that reason, because I I see a lot of uh, not necessarily, like, a lot of my... Kind of a little bit of myself, but... Uh, I feel like you... I could make an argument, and it wouldn't... Like, when I lay everything out, it wouldn't be considered, like, too far-reaching, even if it's obviously reaching, because, like I said, I don't think there's... That was the intent in creating the character, but... There is... Like, there's too many similarities between my symptoms and his behavior for me to not notice it
4: yeah there seems to be a lot there with his character <laughs> in that well and, and like those the uh i don't want to say mental illness but just like it kind of in a way seems like part of his character is coping you know that he has like a, that maybe the paint and that yeah. it's a coping mechanism
1: and Mm-mm. And there's also a thing that I noticed about Kotoka is that his entire like almost all of the affiliations that he's had um were about desperately wanting to fit in. Like he did he did the Shima impersonation. Um in the millennials, he would just desperately wanted to be accepted by T-Hawk, especially. Um and then in Berserk, he like I'm fairly certain that the face paint was started as a sort of mimicry of Yamato, mm. um, well, in yeah. to a more extreme to a more extreme degree, of course. And the, the thing about what what I was talking about about Kotoka going through cycles is that he finds someone that he latches onto, which um, w- with regards to mental illness, we call that a favorite person, and. He finds someone that he latches onto, whether it's, it's you know, um, Shima, T-Hawk, Yamato, whatever, whatever. He desperately wants to be loved and accepted by that person and their group. And he inevitably loses that person or loses that group. And then he starts the cycle all over again.
4: You know, I didn't think about it that way, but that's really, that's a really interesting point. Especially, like, Yamato and then how he had the hairstyle, like, T-Hawk.
1: Mm-mm, absolutely. Yeah.
3: So, who's he, so he's trying to take after Oshino now, I guess.
1: I mean, we could we could start seeing we could, we could definitely start seeing that. I think.
3: Yeah. But it's a good, good It's a really interesting way to look at. It. I never thought of it like that.
0: Yeah, that was that was uh, very interesting.
3: So, anyone else have anything to add about Kong and Katoka?
0: I think we talked about that match longer than the match happened. <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: So match three was um this was one of my highlights of the show. Ben K and Shun Skywalker against oh. Yamura and Ashida. Ben Kay pinned Yamura in about eleven forty three with the Ben K bomb. Um this was really fun while it lasted and after I was down on Yamamura and Ashida, they're kind of rede- redeeming themselves over these last couple of shows, I feel like. This match they were pretty they were pretty damn good in this match and then obviously the two the two greenhorns are good in this match as well and Benkei picked mm-hmm. up a little bit of a surprising one, although I don't think it should be that surprising with how they No, it's, it's really K. not,
1: because he's, like, Benkei is extremely protected right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: What I find, what, um, what I'm going to find interesting is is Benkei going to go through the same kind of arc as, like, a Shimizu, where he's very protected for a while, and then they decide well, we need to make this, we need to make him a little more mm-hmm. humble, and he goes on, like, a losing streak next year. But because that seems to be pretty typical of Dragon Gate of how they do, of how they bring in younger people.
4: But, but for but for Shenzu, part of that
3: what's losing his gear right now. Was
4: the gear? So yeah, I mean, I don't, so we'll say. But, yeah. but
3: they've done this. Before. They've done it before, though, not just Mizu.
4: Right, but, right. I think I might be a little bit more negative about that match, mainly because it was really noticeable to me how the crowd like responds to the class of twenty sixteen kids and Kaito and Hiro. And it was to me exactly. at least, mm. I feel like the crowd almost died like in the beginning portions when it was just all Yamamura and Nishida that were taking over the match. And then as soon as the the younger younger young kids we had to figure out a good way to denote these <laughs> young guys. The non overgeneration kids. Then they really kind of woke up and it, it, of course, it was different at mm-hmm. Final Gate, but I, I still think that the, like the responses for the overgeneration kids when they're not teaming with a more established person is pretty stark.
3: Well, the problem is that they don't have any character. I mean, that's really what the yeah. issue is, is. Is like, who the fuck are Yamura and Ishida after Mm-mm. a year and a half? I don't feel like I know anything about them except Ashida likes to kick and Yamamura is Yamamura. Like, there's really nothing to these and people. And
1: Yamamura really likes shorts.
3: Sure. A lot like, of different shorts. The...
1: Meanwhile, so meanwhile
3: them... with the other team, I feel like, okay, Benkei's a big, strong dude. Shun Skywalker has a wacky fucking mask and He's body a suit. He's space invader! Yeah. Uh, Hiro, Watana... Hiro Watanabe is like a, a fucking leopard kid who wants to be Brave Gate champion. Like, I feel like I know more about these people in, like, two months than I know about Yamamura and mm-hmm. in over a year. And that's yeah, not just her and, and Sheeta's yeah. faults either. That's how they're booked. They're
1: booked really mm-hmm. weirdly. So I don't. They they need to get yeah, a character. Complete, you. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I you know I really like them, but I totally agree the fact about the, that we we don't like. They feel very generic.
3: Exa- generic is a great word.
1: Like yeah. they're they're not. They don't get a lot of promo time. They don't really get to do much in terms of the story progression. They're not involved in anything of note un- unless the final gate match was the start of something, maybe. But well, the final game I match was like- something, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they would benefit from leaving over-generation.
3: Oh, I agree completely with that, yeah. I mean, I in general... Jay, when Jay was on a couple episodes ago, he followed the idea of like overgeneration as like a, where the young guys leave and you get new young guys. I actually would just break them up at this point. Like, I don't really. The overgeneration, the more I think about it, I might have to change my vote for worst unit because like I just don't like anything going on there. It's just like, just it doesn't, it it feels just like whatever. It feels like it's holding Ada back. It feels like it's keeping Yamur and feet in a certain role. And then the fucking old guys haven't been doing much of anything good. So it's like, I don't know. Mm. I'm just, I'm really down on overgeneration right now. But. Yeah. yeah, I'm really starting to and believe. Pu- and Punch Tomonaga is Punch Tomonaga. Yeah. I, I totally forgot he's even in this unit.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, at least he has good music.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's getting his hair back, so soon he'll be 100% Punch Tomonaga.
1: <laughs> yes.
4: It's just like, like, going off that, we. I didn't even know that. Like, before the match, when they were doing the streamers, Kaido got more streamers than anyone else on the card, and I was like, "Okay, why did that happen?" They could it have was be- his
1: birthday, right? It,
4: the day before was his birthday. I'd had that was the mm. first bit of character news I've ever heard about Kaido Ishida. That was it. Yeah.
2: Wow! And
4: it's bad, I, and I'm, and it's it's so different and stark seeing how the. Class of 2015, the overgeneration kids are presented in comparison to the three gimmicked uh, 2016ers. And I
3: I, I, I mean, I feel, I feel like I know more about the two new kids. Don't even have a fucking gimmick yet. Right. Than I do about these two. It's like <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. They just done a terrible job with them. I, don't, I mean, I'm, I, I don't bury Dragon Gate for much on this podcast, but they've really done a shitty job with these with Yammer and Ishida. Ever mm-hmm. since, like, they had a cool debut.
4: And, and, like, Yamamura was going to be, like, Shima's, like, new boy. Like, he, like, uh, like I, he gave him the gear and let him join Osaka Zenroku when he was injured, you know? Yeah. And nothing since. Nothing since.
3: <laughs> I just got dropped from the call and came back really quickly. That was weird. <laughs> anyway, um, so that was match three. But... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Milo.
1: No, I was I was gonna say, well, first of all, Shun needs new gear. Uh, but we said this every we we've said this every episode since they introduced the gimmick, but my god, that gear gets worse and worse the more I look at it. Um I, I said that he needs something kind of like Aerostar. Drop the sleeves, drop mm-hmm. the gloves, get like gauntlets, and get a better fucking mask.
3: Oh, I, please. I, I, pr- it's I creepy. predict I predict within
1: a year that gear is going to
3: change but maybe I'm wrong.
1: Please p- please oh. god. Um also uh, Benkei Ben looks amazing as always. I mean it's I it's real I really love that when he was Futson Nakamura in just like his plain young boy attire he already exuded confidence. But now that he has the Ben K gimmick and he really uses that, and I feel he comes across not, I'm not, I I don't want to use any like superlatives because it's way too early. And but I know that we love to praise this kid for good reason. Um, but he exudes the confidence and the presence and the strength that you would expect from someone named after a legendary warrior.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And he does it so freaking well. Like, he has that air of arrogance of, I'm going to crush you and, and, and destroy you and eat your bones, probably. I don't know. But, like, that's what I really love, is that he has, in such little time, mastered the smug, arrogant, superior warrior face. It's one of my favorite things about him.
0: He's just such a unique talent. And and even, you know, with Yamamura being fired up, and, and I think this match did more for Yamamura than any other match in his career, and this made him feel mm-hmm. like something special. But even then, it's just, it's a foil to Ben Kay, who no matter what anyone else is doing, he is the focus of the match. And it's not that I'm just looking at it, it's that that's the way the match has worked, and Mm-mm. he's so good that you know. Even we'll talk about a final gate. He was not in that triangle gate match for very long. But when no, he, he was in that triangle gate match, he made his stuff stand out better than anyone else. And he's he's an absolute pleasure to watch. I and mean, we've had it for six months now, and, and I can't stop saying good things about the kid. I I just can't wait for his 2017.
1: Case K- and I calling Ben K a a kid is like.
0: <laughs> oh I, yeah, I mean he's he's only a few years older than me, but I i don't have that muscle mass,
1: so <laughs> That's true.
0: Things would be different if I did. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um Okay, so Mesh 4. <laughs> Ryo, jimmy Saito and Jimmy Kagatora against Yoshino and Ita. Um this was really fun while it lasted. Mm-hmm. and yeah. about 11 and a half minutes Saito pinned Yoshino with the backslide i guess <laughs> a, sh- a shout out to his fallen partner genki um, yeah we should
1: probably mention right now that i think it was before this match that they said that genki it was, was no, it tra- was
3: after it was after konkotoka cuz Kong, yeah, okay. Kong was like basically like oh, ah, right. now we're g- now it's going to be just Zerk versus Yoshino, good, and we're got- we're in the triangle gate and then saito was like not so fast motherfucker <laughs> Actually, Susumu's got to wrestle twice, so the Jimmys are still in it. So yeah, so it was a belts are vacated because uh, Genki had his ribs broken by Benkei, and that's I why. I
1: Wonder how much of that is yeah
3: true, a shooter? I guess yeah, we don't really know, but um, mm. so it became a three. So basically, Susumu replaced Genki, which yeah, so mm. that was a thing. Um, which I, I don't know if you guys listened to the to the voice of wrestling flagship this week. Oh yeah, we confused but, them. No, yeah, we because we changed it in the in the preview, and they were just like, "What the hell? Why is the sumo on here twice? <laughs> this is Genki, not the sumo, These fools, and it's like, "Sorry, guys, <laughs> we we." How, d- kinda, how
0: dare they doubt our brain power?
3: I, I agree.
0: What's how the
4: product, indeed? y'all.
1: I mean, the. the <laughs> I feel like people who listen to this podcast probably feel like we share a single brain, the four of us. So.
3: And what a hey, lovely look, brain I, we have. I, I do not like dirt bikes, okay? I'm not a dirt bike per- person, so we have our own brain. Who
1: brakes. is a dirt bike Some person? Case! Well, to an extent. I don't even know what a dirt bike is. Dirt bike is like a I bike that rides what a dirt on bike dirt. Is. It's a I don't bike
3: that rides on dirt. I don't understand.
1: <laughs> Thanks, John.
3: <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but I, <laughs> so So does this mean I'm the... If I learn Japanese, everybody else here learns Japanese too by osmosis.
4: Can you do that, please? That'd be wish. handy.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't want to put
0: in yeah, any work. I, I just really want to I know. Really it. Yeah. I
3: really wish. I'm pretty um, lazy, so let, me, take let care me tell you: if if you if you don't want to put in work, don't start learning Japanese, everybody. It will take over your fucking life, and you'll want to. You just want to die. But it's very difficult. So, when people ask me this now, and they're like, "Well," Should I how how should I start learning Japanese? And I'm like, don't. That's how you should. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking don't oh do it. And I had somebody on my Twitter the other day who's like uh, a really big anime person who's like, your tweets have inspired me to not learn Japanese and just continue, <laughs> just continue spouting like the three phrases I know from anime. And I'm like, I'm glad I'm an inspiration. Wow. <laughs> anyway, anyway uh, match four. Yeah. Ryu, Jimmy Saito, and Jimmy Kagatora defeating Oshino and Ita. Uh, I already said this. Saito pinned Oshino with the backslide. This is really fun. I like this match a lot. Um, yeah. Saito and Kagatora mm-hmm. needs to be a team that happens more often because re- they're a really cool team.
4: I think they might be listening to the podcast because we said that last
1: episode.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, that's true actually. So thank you Genki mm. if you're listening and you know. Get
1: thanks. well soon.
3: Get well soon. Um, sorry about your hair. Etc.
1: About your what? <laughs> about your,
3: your It's uh, It's
1: been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, I'm,
3: I'm still on board. Oh no. Oh,
1: Chase, you're possessed. Goodbye. <laughs> <It's been laughs> <bunch. laughs> when he just static starts. And... <clears throat> okay. It's so scary every <laughs> single time.
3: Um, anyway, so who wants to say something anyway. about this match?
4: Love that team love that Saito Kagatori team. They should go do the, yeah. the Twin Gates.
3: Is he still attacking us? I don't know. No, I don't think so.
4: <laughs> there we go. Case,
3: what heard... the
1: fuck was that?
3: <laughs> uh, I... it's, just it's just life.
1: life. <laughs> it sounded
3: like he was dragging something just across just life. the
1: floor. Life hey, did, you, you fast.
3: did you kill your cat that you hate and like were dragging it across
0: the floor? No, no, my door is closed. I... Even with this cat, I don't think it can break through the door, but I, I wouldn't put anything past her. I don't
4: trust cats, so it probably did. It probably would. What
3: What is wrong with, what is wrong with you people? Cats are adorable. Well,
2: mm. I love cats. Well, I, was, I was at a
0: Christmas party earlier this week, and I met a cat that I loved. I walked in the door, saw this cat named Toby, and immediately felt a connection there. And that cat sat <laughs> on my lap most of the night, and it was it was a good time. But Case. my cat
3: Case. has an attitude problem. The Man, case cat connection. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, so I don't... Do we have anything to say about this match? I,
0: well, I, they, I just want to... Oh, go go ahead, Mike.
4: I was going to say, I thought it was pretty notable that Yoshino ate the fall. I mentioned this kind of on Twitter since I'm doing the stats for the DGE book coming out from Voices of Wrestling sometime the first month of January that Yoshino is the most protected person in Dragon Gate.
1: And yeah, I was... I was mind blown when you dropped that fact. I was like, "That can be possible." No, and, that, but, al-
3: that's always been like that, though. But not Even going back extent. to the going back to the Yoshino days. He never fucked. He used to like drop two falls a year.
4: Well, this was one of his two. Yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> the other one was against Genki during uh, King of Gate, which you know that kind of works in a, a cosmic connection with the backslide. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got. It was fun. I like that team a lot.
0: I desperately want in King of Gate 2017 for a Yoshina Ata singles match. Uh, that just, that match reminded me of this, of, oh man, these two, they've been around each other, but not too much. They've only had one singles match, and that was an untelevised King of Gate show two years ago. Uh, so even though they were teaming here, I'd like to see them have a one-on-one. And I like Ka- uh, Kagatora's attitude in this one, because he was a little grumpy, and we don't normally get a lot of that from Kagatora, uh, but it's something I would welcome, because I-, I liked his little change in attitude here
3: would you, who who would be down for a Kagatoora heel turn i'd be down for it he hasn't he he's never really done it in dragon gate cuz he he had two ridiculously short runs in real hazard um like both lasted less like a month i won no, one was like a month and a half one was less than a month if i remember correctly and it's like he it never really other than that he's never really been a heel at dragon gate and he used to do heel stuff pre dragon gate with like stoned and uh
2: Kalei. all that
3: yeah Kowloon, that's not that's the other one so like i don't know i think we need a kataro heel run i i, totally I cannot
1: i, I think cannot believe what the fuck did you just say
0: oh i, I agree with a with a heal run i don't think it would work in the current state of berserk but i think oh, thank it's oh jesus christ
1: that... i thought you said that Katatora was should join berserk and i was about to fucking fly to indiana and smack you on the <laughs> Goddamn head! Smack him with a
2: dirt bike.
3: If, if you
1: didn't,
3: throw <laughs> <laughs> a cat at your face. If if, if if people don't know this, everybody, Milo does not like Berserk. Not a fan. That's
2: if you right. didn't know,
0: <laughs> no. Um, I, I'd like to see it, but but I don't think it would work out with Berserk, and I don't know if Red's his color, so it would never work. I,
3: I really, I thought, I thought T Hawk and Linda joining would turn. Milo's opinion of Berserk around, but it doesn't appear to have done so.
1: See, I actually have something to say about that that I will say later.
3: Okay. So in the next um, minute.
1: Oh no, I you... did Okay. I'm for I cannot believe that you brought up the even the mere idea of a Jimmy turning on his brothers.
3: Well it's happened before.
1: I... Okay. <laughs> Stop. I don't care that it wasn't most a year and a half ago stop
0: John I believe that's your cue to go to match (laughs) 5
1: Shingo
3: T-Hawk and Linda Man defeating Shima, Dragon Kid and Gamma like Case was hinting at before this match was not very good and ended up being like a a bad omen we should have seen coming for the Twin Gate match which we'll get to later but um so yeah it was Mm T-Hawk pinning Gamma in 1958 with the Night Ride go ahead uh, Milo, I'm sure you want to rant about this and how much you still hate Berserk.
1: I mean, I don't really have anything to say other than I fucking hate Berserk. <laughs> so why is T-Hawk and Lunar Manjordi not turn it around for you? Because, okay, so... T-Hawk, not so much, because I love T-Hawk. I think he's working well in his new heel role, but I just want him to overthrow Shingo already. Um, Berserk has... Like the Verser booking and his booking in Verserk has managed the incredible feat of making me not give two shits about Linderman anymore.
2: Mm. See, I, That's I, I, a uh, fucking
1: feat.
3: I disagree a little bit. I still like Linderman, but I, I get where you're coming from. I mean, from I like him.
1: I just don't give a shit about what he's doing when he's teaming with Mondai Ryu and Cybertron half the time.
3: Yeah, no, I see. I see what you're saying, but like, I don't know. I still, I still enjoy. I enjoy the new heel. This young heel lad, Linda Man, but um,
2: With the rope. yeah, I'm,
3: I'm I'm not down. I'm not as down on Berserk in general as you are. So, I I still I think they probably need like one more person because like they're they're in the, they're in this weird like zone where it's like you have three people that you can take really seriously. There's Shingo, T Hawk, and Linda Man, and then you also have Mondai Ryu. You have hmm. Cyber Kong, who oh,
2: he... God
3: God bless him. He's Cyber Kong. And you have Yashi, who's like not around all the time. So, I think they need like one more solid, like number four person to really like make the unit feel like a a strong unit again. Right now, they kind of feel
1: they but feel was- almost
3: they feel almost as unbalanced as like original Mad Blanky felt in like 2012, where you had like Tozawa <laughs> and Hulk, who were these serious heels, and then you have Mon Ryu and Cyber Kong and. Uh, KZ, who was, you jobbed all the time. And like fake, fake Naoki ended up being the third best member of the group, which was wacky. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just really weird. And then you had. Yeah, I like fake I like Naoki. I liked yeah. fake Naoki too, but like it was just weird that a, a cosplayer basically was like the number three member of the unit. But.
0: <laughs> it's just like. I definitely think there's someone some truth to that of Linda's in a spot where he's not going to look stronger than T-Hawk or Shingo. So when he's in those trios, he's either going to look like the weakest member or he's going to take the fall. But then if you put him with that other half of the unit of Kong and Ryu, he can, he can only look so strong with those two goofballs behind him.
1: And I I think that's just
0: (laughs) in an an odd spot. And, and Yashi's doing his own thing. I don't know where he's at. Uh, Probably Russell one, which means I'm not seeing any Yashi in my life.
3: Hey, Um, Russell one, Wrestle oh, no. 1 was oh good god. lately. Stop hating on Wrestle 1 2K. Oh 6K. my fucking god. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow.
3: Uh, that was passionate. Thank you. Love it. Two straight Corkins. Wrestle 1 was good, okay? For them, that's like a world record. So, I, that's
0: a, the, the best streak they've <laughs> ever had. <laughs>
3: oh. Yeah, so let's, let's lay off the Wrestle 1 hate. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Sorry.
4: I, I guess my thing with Linda Ben and to me, there was one moment that they could have instantly made him a player and a true number three, and they weren't going to do that, which was if he beat Ada and took the Brave game. Mm-mm. And
2: Mm-mm.
4: when that didn't happen, you, you automatically, like, I know I talk about tiers and, like, rankings a lot, but when you do that, you're slotting him below that, and the people who are Ada level or above now, there's no reasonable explanation for Lindaman to to go over or to stack up against now, because you've already mm-hmm. said that he is worse than Ada at this point in time. So when he is with the uh, when he is with the, the group of uh, goofs uh, teaming in <laughs> uh, in, in Final Gate, that's what happened. Like I when I said like writing the preview for VOW, I said okay, this would be a great time that for Linda Man first title but oh look at who he's teaming with you have the problem dragon of the Kamada family and that never bodes well for other people on the team so you just can't take him seriously and
3: yeah if they they had swapped out um, Mondai Ryu for T-Hawk that would have been like a perfect team to me Mm -hmm. T-Hawk Linda Man and Kong should be like a triangle gate team but I don't know
4: poor Mondai Ryu being the problem dragon (laughs) of the Kamada family is a tough role um but yeah that match was live. weird. It it was weird in Corken and and it got weirder at Final Gate and my the one note that I really had here is that Shima is a weird old man. And you know, I don't remember exactly <laughs> what that was in reference to because of when I was watching this, but yeah, I felt like I needed to say it. Shima is a weird old man.
3: This match wasn't very good, everybody. Yeah, it was pro- it was the weakest like semi main for a Kurkan I couldn't remember in a while, and it was just not good. Yeah. Right. But
4: the match after that, oh we yes. have to get into the the Christmas so the, edition of so the Darts. main okay.
3: event. Oh sorry, Milo wants to say something about the six man.
1: No, I, I want to say something about the main event, so go ahead. Oh,
3: okay. So the main event Doy Darts, Christmas special, twelve man tag team match, the rookie Doy. Brother Yashi, Jimmy Shizumu, Jimmy Kennes, Yosuke Santa Maria, Yoki, Yuki Yoku, Yuki Yoshioka. <laughs> Why am I, I I can I can probably read it better than Hiragana at this point. In 3306, Susumu pins Yamato with the jumbo nokachi. Yamato's team was Yamato, Hyo Watanabe. Okay, again, Jay wrote Monday Ryu. <laughs> Monday Ryu. I'm just gonna go with it. Monday Ryu. Don I mean, Fuji, Punch Tomonaga, jimmy conda this was fucking awesome
4: like, best DoIdarts darts so, okay. ever would you this, say can i say something okay can i ahead.
1: say something can i say something do you remember last month when this match was made and everyone was like "Boo hoo, this is gonna suck this is one of the weakest DoIdarts darts matches they've ever had fuck all of you i was right for once <laughs> You're I right. was defending You're... this match. I was saying, "How can you say that a match with Kanesuka, with Yosuke, with Yashi, who thrives in these matches, with Doi and Yamato and Honda, with... yeah, is Konda, going to be bad? Taught... How can you say this, Honda? How can awesome you spit can on we... my son <laughs> and my Michael's son? I guess we had a child together somehow by Astral Connection, oh. Kyo Watanabe." Can can we
3: can we like give Honda some love because Mr. I put Doi darts. I put Konda in my favorite wrestlers of all time list in, in this Twitter thing, and someone replied, like, I didn't know anyone liked him. Like, look, Jimmy Konda is awesome, and he is awesome in these fucking matches. Darts matches. He get, somehow he gets his fucking name picked every single time by these children, and every time he's in this these matches, he's always great. So let's have some love. That's for because
1: Konda is awesome, John. Yeah. He's Mr.
3: Especially joy Darts.
1: Know we know the truth. Jimmy
3: Conda. Anyway, so this we match
1: but anyway, everyone was shitting on this match. I was the only one who defended it. I'm I'm right about stuff about, like, three times a year. So, <laughs> suck it. Oh, my God.
3: Um, yeah, so this match was awesome. Um, I actually don't even... I'm trying to think of highlights. There were just so uh, many.
4: The 11-on-one-chop <laughs> battle. Yes, that was a highlight. Uh, the, we we, we oh, got that was like
3: the, a one, that was like an everything coming together thing too because that yes. the Don Fuji chop battle was in our was in our retro match also, so it's like wow that's thirteen years like thirteen years apart. Um, I,
1: oh, that was moments, also like
3: one of those moments too where the Don Fuji chop thing happened and I was just like wow I've been watching him do this spot for fourteen years and it's <laughs> still amazing. <laughs> but yes. it's more like, it's also like wow I'm old anyway
1: there was also a moment where conda's teammates were stacking up people for him to john woo into kind of a domino effect
3: yeah. yes that was amazing
1: that was amazing
3: that um, was fucking awesome
4: we're also forgetting the everyone doing their version of go to hospital pose with okay the, with conda yes. just Bondi, doing the p-size
1: Monday reuse with ho- what or... Mike, right. i didn't hear what you said oh right. oh it,
4: I, I just call it the go to hospital tooth pose. I know that's his like his almighty sexy pose, but he always does that. Yes, after that, and
1: then you said,
4: "Oh, Mister something, something, oh, um, oh, Doidarts. Well, uh, yeah, no,
1: I love. I think they actually they did that spot in the last Doidarts match that Yama that Yamato was in.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, actually, Be- Mister Nakadawa got in on the, on it at yeah. the time.
3: Right, Mondai Ryu's pose during this match was like that was worth him being in this match. The Mondai Ryu sexy <laughs> pose. I was like, oh my god. Oh my goodness. And then Dory, and Dory being last and Dory being like, I'm not going to fucking do it! That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> when, Dory, <laughs>
2: when Dory
3: gets so angry and Dory <laughs> refuses to do something, it is
1: always fucking
3: awesome.
2: It's.
1: But... I'm... Mike, you just it. reminded me of that fucking video and now I'm dying.
4: Yeah, uh, th- this video, of which if people have not seen it, I think we should probably tweet a link to it someone mm-hmm. put together a five minute clip of each time naruki doi has said no and nashi over the last <laughs> year and it's the best super cut ever and we should,
1: he... just, we should just play it for the people
4: <laughs> <laughs> if we have five minutes left in no. the, the
0: episode just play the video no one
1: wants to hear five minutes.
3: <laughs> I, I want it well
0: john john that should be the intro this week uh oh,
3: that should be the intro i don't yeah, know,
2: it... I don't know if we want to do all oh, five, minute. five
3: minutes of it no, we can.
2: Like I, can it, I can
3: put it. I can put it at the end, maybe. Yeah. I'll put it at the end of him just going. <laughs> nashy.
4: But um, I, I I do have to say that I'm proud of our small leopard son, the big cat Hiyawatnabe. He 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 grows he, up
2: so fast.
4: He grows up so fast, <laughs> and he easily was able to get into the flow of that match. As I'm doing my probably for his whole entire career, I will be doing updates on the big cat each episode. And I was very proud of him, and I was sad that he was not on Final Gate. So that's my Hio Watanabe update for this episode.
1: Yeah, um, I think this this remark kind of brings me back to you were the one who made the, compa- the comparison of him and uh, Yonshima, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, you were the one. I feel like Hio could have almost, like, he worked today. I feel like he would have worked 13 years ago. Like, yeah. if he had been born in time to wrestle in Torumon early Dragon Gate, I feel like he would have fit like a glove. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has that weird... I don't know, well. just... Uh...
3: Yeah,
4: like, and especially hmm? in comparison to, like, Shun, I don't know how Skywalker would have translated, especially with more of this strict, like, Lucha influence. And Benkei, they didn't really have a muscle guy until Kondo came around. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Well,
3: Suwa was kind of a muscle guy.
4: Kind of, m- more muscle that he would just shrug off everything and no-sell.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Suwa spent all of his matches, basically. If you've, if you've never seen a Suwa match, everybody, imagine, like, a kind of tall dude not selling for, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> and that's basically the Suwa experience. Just oh. him him no-selling everything. <laughs> and then hitting the triple F and winning. That's basically <laughs> every Suwa match. Ever. Um, but anyway, Aww. so so the the finish ended up being Susumu pinning Yamato, which was very random, and I guess was setting up another Susumu Dreamgate challenge. It feels like Susumu gets every early year Dreamgate challenge now, right?
4: He's had it for it's two fine. years in a row. It'll it, be three really years fine. in a row. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. totally down with it.
3: I
1: have no down, problem with it, it whatsoever.
4: Yeah, and man. also, I'm down with his sweet Kness mask he was wearing both yeah. both shows. That was very
1: just... very. You
3: know, it's the married life, man. Yeah, the match was amazing. <laughs> any other quotes on the match? We're getting the post-match
4: stuff. Oh, I think we need to it's, talk it's about so... the post-match stuff. Those were great. I feel,
1: I feel like it's so hard any time to talk about these these matches because who the fuck is sitting in an old fucking chair and making creaky noises, Casey, That's my know?
2: chair. I,
0: the, I I I hate my chair for this show. I apologize. <laughs> I won't okay. mute myself when I reposition from now on.
3: Case is like trying to order <laughs> a chair on <a> live podcast. <laughs> All, right. All right, so go ahead. Um, what were you saying?
1: Yeah, so I was saying, I feel like every time we try to talk about these main events in on this podcast, whether it's the big losing unit disbands matches, whether it's big tag, big big tags that are just big tags for the sake of it, for the hell of it, or doy darts matches. We never actually manage to really talk about what happens just because there's so fucking much that happens.
3: Yeah.
1: We'll remember like maybe one or two spots, but it's kind of the same with our retro rewatch, where it's a match that I've seen like three or four times, and I still could not tell you twenty percent of all the stuff that happens in it.
3: I mean that's how Dragon Gate is too, and I feel like the Yeah. I don't know. I, I also make a conscious decision when I'm doing when I'm t- on this show. I don't know about everybody else, but like I try not to re, like just bl- break everything down spot for spot because I feel like mm. like you can watch them. No, of yourself. course, like like why do you need me not, to tell you like, what happened? You can watch, the whole point, people, I think, tune into this for like analysis and ban and our banter and stuff. But I don't think they really tune in for like blow by blow. If you if you want to like, hear I'm not, blow by yeah, blow, that's,
1: that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Like it's just that. I feel like we we always like okay who remembers what happened in this match and everyone's just like oh my god so much and then we just <laughs> go to the post match the post match because <laughs> yeah. I just like genuinely what I actually remember from this match aside from the crazy action like all the crazy action is the Fuji Chop Fest, yes uh the the Domino John Woo and Susumu Pin Yamato those are like the three spots that I could tell you about I other than remember. that it was just and, and the the, top and, craziness. and the hair thing. And the hair thing, but it's just over the top craziness, which is, you know, what we a, a lot of the reason why we love Dragon Gate, of course. Yes. But I, I find that it's very funny that it, it's always the same, the same thing. With we try to talk about these matches, and we just kind of end up losing our shit and talking all about like all on top of each other, which you know is what this podcast is about, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all
3: right. So in the post match, um, basically, Dorya and Yamato are getting pinned by Susumu. Probably because he he knew him man he wasn't gonna win, but anyway, <laughs> in hindsight, um, Doi Yamato then apologized for losing, and he was like, "Okay, how about everybody talks about their their end of year, you know, stuff?" So everybody other than Berserk got to do that. Um, let me see some of the highlights here. Hyo he thanked everyone for the year, and he hoped to be on every Corican show in
4: 2017.
3: Um, Love that boy. Punch said his hair was growing back at a satisfactory pace and he would soon be 100% Punch punch Tomonaga again. Um, Casey did a rap. I'm so happy for him. (laughs) Casey did a rap and then Hulk tried to do a rap right after. That was really funny. Uh
0: That that was like the most mom thing I've ever seen. I know Milo likes to call BB Hulk mom and it was just like that is. That's
3: because he's my my mother.
0: That's like my mom hearing Jay-Z on the radio and going like, oh, yeah, hip-hop.
3: woohoo!" Exactly,
2: Exactly.
3: Um, A lot of this was just like, please support me. I'm going to have a great year. I'm trying to find... Oh, Yoshino talked about his 2016 hairstyle troubles. He hoped to have a good haircut in 2017. I was like, wow, I
0: feel I think
1: his hair looks nice. (laughs) So (laughs) do I. I
0: really like the current state of uh, Yoshino's hair. I... To I just, just
1: love that that
3: was what Yoshino wanted to talk about.
4: With if I had enough hair, <laughs> I would have Yoshino hair.
2: Got...
4: <laughs> I was going to say, I, I if I was able to grow hair like that, I would have Yoshino hair. He shouldn't get down on himself.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, it's not <laughs> like... <laughs> it's not like people are making fun of him for having midlife crisis hair, which is something that I have to hear every single time that mochizuki is on is on screen and ian is online (laughs) apparently mochizuki has has midlife crisis hair i don't agree i think his hair looks great
3: i don't agree either i I think who is this ian ian no bad ian
1: yeah bme 87 always the same ian
3: um so Mochizuki said there was a pretty good chance all Kirk and Hall shows would sell out in 2017. So he encouraged fans to reserve their seats early. He's talking to us, everybody. He's saying, when we go to Japan, we have to make sure we email Jay in time. He's so but, responsible. Um, yeah.
4: Like he's well, like, he, uh, like during the Tazawa talk, he's like, who knows what's going to happen? Next time you're in Japan, it's probably not going to be with us. You know, he just kind of is just being the responsible dad of everyone.
2: Yeah.
1: Um are we are we just not going to talk about the fact that Kotoka did his blay thing? Oh yeah. And then stalk Stalker Stalker <laughs> did <"Wah." laughs> that, was,
3: that. was random. I totally forgot about that.
4: Yeah, I forgot about that
3: too. <laughs> um so Doi was really irritated at, at the idea of reflecting on 2016. He had a title match he had a title match on Sunday, but otherwise nothing but bad things happened to him. He got kicked out of Berserk, but he's like, "Well, one thing one good thing happened. He got married." And then he said he would return in 2017 as Mr. Dreamgate. Sadly, sadly he would not.
4: Ninariki um, Doi, married and loving it.
3: Yes. Um, That's beautiful. Uh, Sachi said he's ending the Uli unit but he'll continue to talk with a loud voice. Okay.
1: Oh, they, they, they got Yankee on the phone as well.
3: Yes. K- Kness and Gamma both mentioned that they are enter- they're ending their 20th year as a wrestler which is crazy.
0: Um Where where did Kinesh train at before going to Torimon? He was Michinoku Pro.
3: yeah, Michinoku Pro, yeah.
0: And a little bit Is of, there any of that?
3: Wasn't he Is in there that... any
0: of that footage available of him pre Torimon?
3: No, because it... he was just training.
0: Yeah. Okay. Actually there might he was, be the Makoto
3: the Makoto yeah. did Makoto wasn't Makoto in Buko Dojo or whatever?
4: No, Makoto was not in Buko Dojo, but he might have had some footage as Makoto in Michinoku Pro.
3: I could have sworn he was in like some fucking scummy indie that made tape. Well, maybe it wasn't it was maybe it was like something else.
4: He he might have done some WAR cuz Buho Dojo was Mochi, Okamura, Taru, a couple other spare guys, but nah, it wasn't the the man who had become Kness was not a part of it.
3: If um, anyway, has the
0: well, real quick, if anyone has the August 31st, 1998 FMW show, or I'm not FMW war show from Cork and Hall, send that to me because Kness is on that. But if you look at his cage match for 97 and 98, he's, uh, he appears in big Japan and then the one match in war. Um, but then after that, he's, he goes to Torimon. So okay. now
3: I know. So there's probably some other stuff that didn't make tape also. Right. So. Um, all right, so Kanda said he hopes to once again have his spot hit during Doidarts next year because that's all he cares about, apparently. He's Mr. Doidarts. He's Mr. Doidarts. Um, Susumu said he had a successful year. He was Dreamgate and Gate champion. Wow, he won he won three out of the four titles this year. That's crazy. He mm-hmm. yep. won the Triangle Gate this Sunday. Um, let's see. To <laughs> reiterate, the star of 2017 will be Big Art Sumizu. Maria let a three, two, one, lovely chant. Um, I love her. She had she, such cute gear at
1: final gate.
3: She did. We'll get into that. Shima, Shima was talking about himself, of course.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, yeah, he Maja lied, close, though. He lied?
4: Yeah, no. Shima started wrestling in high school, but he doesn't want to talk oh, yeah, about yeah. it.
3: That's true. <laughs> it, what was his gimmick? Wasn't it like something really embarrassing? Uh,
4: the mass man flying Mickey Hayano Jr.
3: <laughs> yes i've been
4: doing uh, a lot of research into shima's history for my for my shima retrospective i promise will be done next year
3: uh yamato closed the show despite being a loser of the main event he promised to survive final Gate, and return to tokyo's champion thanked everyone for 2016 hopes to see them all in 2017 okay so yeah. that is the 1220 kurken show again a very good show yes uh, moving on now to final gate Overall thoughts on this show. Not quite as good as Gate of Destiny. It was definitely, I would put it, I'd still put it slightly above Dangerous Gate, which I didn't think was very good at all, but not as good as Gate of Destiny because honestly, uh, the Triangle Gate match was not as good as Gate of Destiny's Triangle Gate match. The Twin Gate match fucking sucked. And the Dream Gate match, even (laughs) though I loved it, I, I, (laughs) I recognize that the Dream Gate match is not for everybody. So. Yeah, um, it was not as good as Gay and
1: Um I personally, and I think John and I are going to have a lot of divergent opinions on this show, I thought that this was the weakest of the big five uh, pay-per-views this year.
0: I totally agree.
3: I, th-
1: uh, I still thought it was better than Dangerous Gate.
0: I would put it... D- Dangerous um, Gate had... Oh, go, go ahead.
4: Yeah, I'd probably put it fourth or fifth, to be honest. Like, I'm looking over my match results and my star ratings I would have given it, and my highest-rated thing was only at four stars, so yeah, I think that it's debatable if it or Gate Destiny was not Destiny, Gate Destiny. Danger Skate was worse.
3: I think it comes down to if you if you really love the Dreamgate maps like I did, you probably think it's better than Danger Skate. But if you didn't, then I can see why it's your worst because there's really nothing else on the show.
4: Th- this is an so. aside, but I yeah, am covered I- in glitter right now. Yeah. I, I, I made a joke about this in the group select for a time. I am sitting in my parents' den, which is where my mom wraps Christmas presents, and she used a lot of glitter wrapping paper, so I am now B.B. Spears. So <laughs> I feel really sparkly. I, I'm sorry. It just uh, got to me for a second. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> well,
0: I'll That's say funny. this real quickly. It's just an overall perspective. I didn't have time to look at all of the reviews I did, but I am 95% sure this is the only Gate show I reviewed this year, and that's excluding Summer Adventure Tag League, uh, most Sambo Hall shows, I think everyone that wasn't a King of Gate show. So just your your Corkins and your bigger shows, this was the only Gate show that I did not give a match four stars or higher in. Because uh, even with Dangerous Gate... Uh, You had the Twin Gate match, which was uh, Susumu and Kagatora versus Shingo and Doi. And then you had Mm -hmm. that Oda Ward special, which was Flamita, Mochizuki, Peter Kasa was in there. Yoshino was in there. That was a very good match also. And I like that main event, I think, a little bit more. Um, Whereas this show, and, and we'll talk about it, it just fell flat. And that's part of that is Final Gate and how much I hate when they run Fukuoka. But, you know, part of that's I don't think this show was very good.
4: There were highlights, though. Like, we shouldn't say that Like yes. people don't go watch the show. There were some really good stuff, no, like, especially if you like murdering yeah, of young yeah, men.
3: Yeah, what I was going to say is a bad Dragon Gate show is still like a million times better than a bad show for a lot of people. Right,
0: yeah. Like, <laughs> th- th- this would beat almost, and this is just the first promotion that came to mind because I-, I have watched a lot of Ring of Honor this year. I mean, this would, this would beat almost any Ring of Honor show this year, and it was the worst of the big Dragon Gate shows, at least in my mm-hmm. opinion. So that's really saying something. It's I not that this think... is a bad show. But Dragon Gate gets mm-hmm. held up to such a ridiculous standard. Uh, you know. And I say it all the time, and it's a point I make of, a Dragon Gate Infinity main event, a six-man tag in Dragon Gate in Sambo Hall or Kyoto or wherever, if you put that in Banker's Life Fieldhouse in Indianapolis, Indiana for Raw, and that's the main event of Raw, and you plug in WWE wrestlers, it's the match of the year, and it's totally something different that no WWE fan would expect because it would be different from what they normally see in that promotion. Whereas Dragon Gate has this insanely high working standard and because we see oh i know these guys are capable of more then suddenly it's it's not this amazing match it's just it's a very good match and i think this was one of those drangate shows where for any other company if you look at you know my star ratings for the show and how i think of it you go wow i mean this is consistently very (laughs) good but it's a drangate show so at some point for me i expected to elevate and from very good to great and it just never happened with this
3: show
1: yeah i Um, mean
3: Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Myla.
1: No, I think the biggest issue that this show had was the pacing. Yeah. Um, Bravegate match could have easily gone five minutes more.
3: Could have gone like ten
1: minutes um, more. Twin, five or ten, but it need, it needed more time. Twingate match, take ten minutes off that shit. <laughs> and Dreamgate match, sorry, John, take ten minutes off of that shit also. I disagree with that one. Uh. I know you do. We'll, we'll get into that here. later. but let,
0: let, Let's start with the Dreamgate match and work our way down the card. Let's yeah. start with Yamato versus Noi.
3: Okay. So really? I to... it,
0: okay. Yeah, yeah I, I, we have energy there. That's what we're focused on. Let's, let's do that and let's have John talk and then we'll, we'll move our way let's down the fucking card. Go.
3: Oh so, look, so look, okay. Right. I was on Twitter, obviously, during this match. I, wo- I, I woke up and watched this show live because, mostly because I didn't want to be spoiled on the main event. I wanted to enjoy it live and, you know, Actually, what am I saying? I didn't wake up. I just stayed up all night. But anyway, so like so, I'm looking at my Twitter timeline, and people are like freaking out about this match, and it's like I always expected this match to go super fucking long. It's a final gate, dream gate match. They always go super long, and especially with the two men involved, I always figured it was going to go super long. So it didn't bother me. And I thought the, the work in the match was just... Like, look, Doi's selling of the leg was amazing. Yamato's selling yes, this when Doi was great. on offense was really good. And I -hmm. thought the match built really, really well to the point where Doi kept selling the leg for all thirty-five fucking minutes of this match. He brought it all full circle when he couldn't hit the muscular bomb. Like if the leg work had a very, very if the leg work had not paid off in that spot, which honestly you could look at as the true climax of the match, because if he hits that muscular bomb, it's over. If the legwork had not paid off, I would understand more of the complaining, because then it's just legwork going nowhere. But the legwork paid off in one of the biggest spots of the match. So, like, the Mm legwork played into the end of the match. I thought this match was fantastic. (laughs) I love this match. I I would give it, like, four and a half. It built so well. I mean, like I said, the legwork paid off at the end, and, like, the last 15 minutes of this match were so exciting, and I had no idea who was going to win. So, yeah, I, I thought this was a really good Dreamgate match. I thought... This was okay. about as good of a 35-minute dream gate match as you could have. I get that people just okay. don't want to watch a 35-minute dream gate match, but I thought if you're going to have a 35-minute dream gate match, this was about as good as you could do.
1: Okay. There you go. And I again, I respect your opinion, and for what it's worth, I really thought that the last about 15 minutes were fucking amazing. Um, especially like you said, that muscular bomb spot was like, that was the, I think that was the moment in the match that really made me jump out of my seat. I was like, Oh my fucking God is going down. Um, uh, here's my issue. And this is actually the first time that I've ever written something down for this podcast because I want to make sure that I don't miss anyone because I feel like this is a point of contention between us. So, <laughs> you know, just, just you, me and this Naruki Doi-shaped wall that you built between us, John. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay, so. Basically, I hear what you're saying. And my problem with this match is that Doi, for me, is a guy that is capable of having tremendous singles matches when he's kept under 20 minutes. Um, I just don't... Like I don't know. maybe, maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm weird. I don't know. I just don't really enjoy super, super long doy sandals matches. And You're also not, that's not
3: an uncommon pers- that's not an uncommon opinion. <laughs> I feel like you <laughs> know my opinion of enjoying super long doy matches is more uncommon mm.
1: Mm-mm. but no, my my problem with my main problem with this match, even more than the length and the pacing is that, the dynamic was super weird. Um, and it really kind of comforts me in my idea that I really wish they had done this match when Doi was still heel. I wish they, it... had, they had they had the chance to do this match while, while Doi was still heel. I, I get your point,
3: but it would have had been a completely different match then. Because you can't do the Yamato working over his leg stuff if Doi was going to be the heel in the match.
4: Oh, I think you could have, but I also think I, that Doi... The op- my big problem with the opening section was that I liked the legwork, but to me it felt like that it, the, the challenger should be the one getting the first major attack and should then Yamato fighting from underneath. Mm. But that all being said, the legwork worked. Like, that was my main problem with the match. Yes,
1: it did. Yeah. That was a very, very positive point for this match. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like... <laughs> I don't really know how to say this. I just feel like the a big portion of the match was filled with a whole lot of nothing. And I know that's a problem that we get a lot when Dragon Gate tries to do these epic, long Dreamgate Gate matches because that's just not the style that most of their guys thrive in. And Doi being one of those guys, I think that he's so much better when he's having... 10 minutes singles matches with bedar shimezu like that match
3: from change of game the mark on me i under Um, i understand your argument here but i think i think it's fair to like look they don't do these matches all the time right they do these matches they do these matches a few times a year basically so i think it's fine as a change of pace to say okay we have a big dream gate match it's gonna go really long they're gonna have they're gonna wrestle a slower pace and we're gonna make it feel epic I think it's okay to do that a few times a year I don't, know. I, don't mm. I, I, I don't I don't I don't I never really agree with the um the automatic aversion a lot of dragon gate fans have to the long match I think it's fine
1: for I don't a few
2: times.
1: Sorry. I, I, I don't really have an aversion to it because Shane over says Yamato from July was I think, almost the exact same length this, as this match, and I thought it was so much better.
3: Okay. okay. I just
1: feel like the this length and this pace for these guys
3: <laughs> wow,
1: <laughs> for me didn't work. And I feel like you could have easily shaved off 10 minutes of it and have the same type of match, but just have it be a lot more dynamic.
3: Were you, like, pounding the table while you were making your points? What? <laughs> were, you, were you, like, punching
1: the table while you were making
3: your points? Like, no, sorry. I'm
1: just like waving. My, I'm, I I talked with my hands a lot. Like you can't see me, but I talked with my hands a lot, and so my hands are like accidentally hitting my laptop. I'm sorry. Okay.
3: That's oh, all good. Uh, I just thought it was funny. Um, but
1: yeah, I see your point, Milo.
3: I just I I thought this match worked. I wouldn't really change anything about it. But that's my opinion.
1: Okay. No problem. Oh, Doy's gear looked awesome. Yeah, Doy's gear was amazing. Doi's gear was fucking amazing. <laughs> oh he served up this fucking Dream game match just based
3: off of his fucking amazing gear.
4: I mean, he was peak oh my. boss mode Doi. Like this was dot yep. like there was boss mode Doi that we see during Doiyama, Yama or Yamadoi, and then we saw this one where he had this the splendid shiny ass gold tights, where it gave him a shiny ass, mm-hmm. and he his hair was perfectly silver. <laughs> it was like aesthetically, I felt like it was peak, and I was very disappointed that. Milo and my dreams were crushed that we did not get a three jacket Yamato because I I was really hoping that we were gonna get jackets on top of jackets on top of jackets and it didn't happen and that made me a little sad but I think what it kind of comes down to me with this match is that there is something to be said and y'all have mentioned talking about the the epic open the dream gate match and that was the match that was going to happen here regardless. In the last few years, at final gate with uh Hulk and Shingo and then Shingo and Shima, it w- it kind of it it I felt like that it felt more in place, if you will. Whereas mm-hmm. in this one, it, it like as Milo was saying, like would I have carved 10 ma- 10 minutes off the match? Personally, I would have. Do I think that the match was still very good, especially because the ending five, ten minutes, yeah. But it just was one of the things that... Yeah,
1: those last minutes were really good.
4: I I meant to rewatch this before the show just to see if I was just being cranky and waking up early and all of that, but I ended up sleeping for 14 hours yesterday, so it did not happen. But it just... I, I think what it really came down to was I was really, really hoping for, like, this huge, like, magnificent match to make this rain for Yamato, considering how he's been hamstrung leading up to this point. Mm. And to mm-hmm. me, personally, and this is just how I feel about it, I didn't get that. And to me, and it just, in some ways, like, I know booking-wise, Yamato is going to look strong. Yamato kind of this one night save Tri-Vanguard as a unit, because I think I said on Twitter that if you, if Yamato loses, you might as well take Tri-Vanguard out back and put it down. But...
3: Michael. Yeah, the Tribe Vanguard mm-hmm. deserved to be saved?
4: Oh, I, I mean, we could get into how I think <laughs> that we are no better time but the present to do a full unit reshuffle outside the jimmies. But yeah. it's just...
2: Mm-hmm.
4: You know, it's... To me, it felt a whole lot like the 2009 through 2011 Dreamgate matches. And not mm-hmm. in a way that I necessarily enjoy, but, you know, it just kind of... It still was a solid match. It just kind of felt a little disappointing at the end of a card that was kind of, you know, disappointing. So, Mm-mm. that's my piece on the and, match.
1: Yeah, and I think also that we would all agree... I, fe- I feel like, personally, I would have enjoyed the tr- construction of the match a lot more if Doi had made, like, his huge comeback and won. mm mm-hmm. um, And even I, as... Probably one of the people who still wants to believe in Yamato and in this title reign, and even in Tribe Vanguard. Um, I think we can all agree that it's really weird that there was no title switch here. Because I think we said on on the last episode that there would have been there wouldn't have been a more perfect time to put the title on Doi.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, the Doi should have won this match. I obviously I'm biased, but. Um, I was I was pretty bummed I'd, by that. It's I, okay, we all I, are. I, I tried not to let it ruin my enjoyment of the match, but yeah, I really I was really hoping, like by the end, mm-hmm. even by the end of it, I want him to win even more. But the only good thing to come out of this will be if it leads to a Doi Yoshino speed muscle twin gate run, which uh, I think is possible.
4: So something interesting that i was looking up when we were talking about the muscular bomb. Uh, do you know when the last time he hit the muscular bomb was?
3: I really don't
1: know. I think I asked this every single time he teases it in a big match.
0: I just. Can I I make a guess? Go ahead, Case. Was it Dangerous Gate 2014? No.
4: Farther back. God damn it. Damn it. it. All right. It was.
3: Gotta be okay, Case.
4: (laughs) It actually (laughs) was. And I had it pulled up a second ago and I just lost my placement. It actually was Dangerous Gate 2012 in the match versus Shima. For the Dream Gate, he hit the muscular bomb, but he was too beaten down to actually make the cover and win.
3: Fucking Shima got to kick out of the muscular bomb. I I
0: don't really remember this okay. match that well, but join me, John. <laughs> well, well, he, here's here's the thing, and here and here's why I guess Dangerous Gate 2014 was. Uh, it would have been 2007 because I remember Shima had the Typhoon Gear. Doi hit the muscular bomb on Shima at. At an Ode Award uh, I know and broke his Tokyo, fucking and, neck. And, I know. And and yeah. broke his neck, obviously. And exa- mm-hmm. so there would have been a tease there. And then I remember they built up the BB Hulk match, uh, which was Hulk's first defense after beating Yamato of Doi saying, I'm gonna break it's your right, neck. Right. I did it to Shima, I will break your neck. Um, By the way,
3: that, that doi Shima match is one of my is one of the I think one of the all-time underrated um Dream like Dragon Gate matches that the really, like, nope. so
0: 2007 one is really, no, the really
3: good. that's what I'm talking about, the 2007 one. All yeah. right. Yeah, because that's one of my favorite matches, and I feel like no one ever talks about it. But,
4: but yeah, I just felt like that I needed to to add that in there because I knew that I was bugging Milo and it was bugging me too. So I just did a little bit of searchy to make sure of that.
0: Okay, real quick before we move on, I do want to touch on the uh, finish just... case, uh, case, <laughs> case,
4: case, As soon
0: as Case wants to,
3: <laughs> as soon as Case wants to talk, it's like the gods just attack him. And they're like, "No, you will not talk." i um, 45 minutes bad. into every
0: call, I go insane. <laughs> you're not,
3: you're uh, go crazy. ahead, Case.
0: So uh, on the finish, I, I'm glad that we all, at least I think we all agree that that Doi should have won. And it's, it's not a slight on Yamato when I say that. Yamato was dealt an awful hand of, you know, he had this amazing rise to the championship. Kobe World was this beautiful moment. And then all of a sudden the focus gets shifted, one, to Summer Adventure Tag League, which is really tough. And two... Tozawa leaving, so he's dealt this horrible hand, but Yamato's so talented, and I think Dragon Gate has so much faith in him, that he's going to be okay no matter what. Yamato's never going to be in a spot where it's awkward, or he starts jobbing a lot. Yamato's going to be a superstar until the day he retires. Doi Mm -hmm. is immensely talented, but there's a reason that my favorite version of Doi is when he was in Berserk and in that blankie of this sort of shorter guy. I mean, you know, sh- shorter guy, literally. And, and I think it, his height actually works to an advantage here of he, he talks a lot of shit, but you know, he's not the toughest guy in the unit. There's a Shingo or there's a Hulk or there's a Tozawa that's ahead of him and Doi can just run his mouth because he knows his problems are going to get taken care of. This was the first time at least in my watching of Dragon Gate, since I started following the promotion, because I, I was not around for Doi's first Dreamgate reign, where Doi felt like a legitimate main eventer to me and like someone that could lead the promotion in 2017. And he was red hot going into this, and I felt like they had an opportunity to really make him a superstar and put him at the top of now now the the big five, not the big six, rest in peace, Tozawa. Um, but I, because I think Yamato's going to be fine no matter what. I think they really missed an opportunity here to take Doi from this position that he's been in and he's this it's weird to say that he's emerging but he he was emerging into a bigger picture than he had really been in a, in almost 6 years and I just mm-hmm. I think they missed it. And that's not a slight on Yamato. You know, Yamato's had a really tough reign and he's immensely talented. It was just this was the time for Doi to take that next step, and and I think they blew it. I don't I don't think it'll ruin the company. I mean, Doyle will be fine, also. But it's like yes. that. What could have been now of a rare Dragon Gate booking decision that I totally disagree with, and I said in my review, I disagree. I'm sure I'll look like an idiot come Champion Gate or whenever. When Yamato, you know, turns this ship around, it becomes the champion that we know we thought he he thought he could. But I'm very disappointed that Naruki Doyle lost this match.
2: Mm.
3: No one's more sad than me, buddy. No one's more <laughs> sad than me.
2: Um,
0: let's uh, let's talk about the, the twin gate debacle.
3: Well no, no, let last word on the dream gate. Okay I know four. your your rating's three and three quarters, I would say four and a half. What would you Michael and Milo say? I'm curious.
4: I had a I don't four. do
1: star ratings.
3: You would go four, Michael?
4: Just just four four flat, and that's my highest yeah, that, and that's that, my highest rating I, I on the show.
3: Milo doesn't do star ratings. Okay, we won't, we won't ask them again. I don't.
1: I, gi- I give. this match. Um,
0: let's see. How many gold stars? How many shiny stickers?
3: That's like the same That's fucking no, you're thing. you trying to <laughs> freak
0: me. Into- I was, was <laughs> trying to do like a <laughs> Jedi mind trick of like maybe they won't notice.
1: <laughs> Case, I see right through your shit. <laughs> Um. No, I don't. I don't. I don't do star ratings. I'm. I'm really sorry. No, I'm not.
0: <laughs> I will we'll forgive
1: you. My no I, My opinion was, um, I my I, ten, ten, ten minutes less. Um, finish fell flat. Doyce selling was really good. Um, they really turned it around and kicked it up a notch in the last like 10 to 15 minutes. I, what I what I call the last third of the match, basically. And um, also shiny ass. That's all I have to say. Thank you very much. Don't so to take the- the waitress.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love this match, but I get that it's not gonna be everybody's cup of tea. But um, the I'm really sad Doy didn't win. I guess Yamato is gonna move on now to Susumu. And after the mm. match, Joy got taken away by two men in towels.
0: The towel jumpsuits. Does anyone...
1: <laughs> yes. Does, does anyone... Uh, I've, every time I think about this match, I feel like I'm hallucinating it because I never see anyone like be a little bit nostalgic about it. But Yamato defended the Dream Gate against Susumu in twen- 2015 or 14, I think. Not, um, 20, he had a, not 2015. She had a defense Not, in, not 2015. In... Yes, 2015. Not 2015.
0: He, he had a defense in, in June 2014. Yes. It was a. Yes, I don't was know a why I said show that it was It was. It was the King of Gate. It was okay. So Susumu won King of Gate 2014. You can do they it. They had a defense. I believe it was June 15th, 2014, and it was Yamato versus Susumu. Absolutely. It didn't air on Gaiora. Yes. It, it just aired during the Kobe World Intermission that year, and yes. it, it was a very good match. That's the only yes. time I've ever seen it pop up.
1: Yeah, I I think me too. Uh, I don't know why I said 2015. I'm like... But yeah, it was 2014. I feel like I never see anyone... like When the possibility of Sumu being...
3: I was going to say, it's probably because of the the weird way it aired is why nobody ever talks about it.
1: Probably. But when... You know, when, when... the possibility of Susumu challenging Yamato for the for the Dream Gate uh, popped up when he pinned Yamato in Doi Darts. My mind immediately jumped to that match and I was like, well, that was pretty good. So I'm glad that this might that it might be happening again. So, you know, who knows? Maybe this is finally going to be the match that turns it around mm-hmm. for Yamato. We'll be saying this until he loses the title.
4: <laughs> maybe this match will. Maybe this match will. Well, I guess it's not really,
3: really, really quick Really quick. Does anyone think Susumu is running? I don't think he is.
1: Nah. No. I mean, we said this I last year had... too,
3: but I don't. I don't think.
1: Yeah, but the the story was not the same at all. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Not he right. he's arguably being booked stronger going into this match, but yeah. I don't see it happening. I'm more intrigued by those towel jumpsuits than I am honestly. Yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah,
2: the
3: there's, I there's a lot of silly... probably the I assume it's probably the Yoshino unit, but like, yeah. look, if if it's some people freaked me out in the chat last night. Saying it could be Shingo and T Hawk, which I will. Yeah, that would literally be the dumbest shit ever. I will stab myself in the fucking face if it's Shingo T Hawk. Like I will. (laughs) Are you going to talk to yourself and say that? I will be so angry and so upset if it's Shingo and T Hawk and Doi just rejoins Berserk. Like I'm Doi is a heel is great, but I'm over. He just needs to have his own. Needs to go his own way now. No, no Doi rejoining.
1: I'm pretty sure that it's not them, just because
4: the size. I, I know stupid. I always
1: this. Like, first of all, it's fucking stupid and it doesn't make any sense. Um, Because Shin, like, they kicked Doi out of reserve for losing Twin Gate matches, and now they're taking him back even though he lost a Dream Gate match. That makes no fucking sense. Um, but also, I don't think that the figures were tall enough to be T-Hawk and Shingo. Shingo is no- noticeably one of the tallest people in Dragon Gate. I think that you would have noticed that it was him and his silhouettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. For me, one of them was definitely Yoshino, in in my opinion, and maybe Benkei, maybe at, not Katoka, because that was like that the other person was too tall to be Katoka. Be bizarre, but okay. maybe I would love that. Um, I would. I my my real question why was, is why the fuck were they barefoot?
4: <laughs> why, <laughs> why why
1: why not?
3: Okay. <laughs>
4: I wouldn't walk around backstage know, in bare feet, yeah, in Fukuoka. I wouldn't. Yeah.
1: I wouldn't. It's cold. Probably splinters.
4: Yeah, and dirty. Ooh, yeah, no, no, no. What? It's probably dirty backstage too. I wouldn't walk around barefoot. Yeah, I, I'm a little bit of a germaphobe mm. though, so like that freaks me out. But, Aww. uh, I I don't think it's Yoshino because the height of the towel jumpsuits and i'm gonna keep on calling them towel jumpsuits until they become a a thing it became a thing with big cat it's gonna become a thing with towel jumpsuits but uh (laughs) i'm I'm leaning towards mochizuki because the size and if that's the case probably bink definitely not none of the other 26ers or over generation people Definitely.
1: And it, I really don't think that it's Doi... uh, that it's that it's Shingo and Seahawk either. Yeah, like I mean, that would be the dumbest fucking thing ever. Like, seriously, it would be the dumbest fucking thing ever.
4: That'd be straight out of uh, Blood Warriors, dumbassery. So, yeah. yeah.
3: All right. So, moving on now to the, we'll keep going down with the Twin Gate next. This match yeah. fucking sucked. Was I want to say it fucking sucked.
4: Did anyone else think (laughs) that Shima was concussed? Because Shima looked concussed to me.
3: Yeah, he looked like something was wrong with him. Because this match was... Okay, so it goes almost 27 minutes, first of all. Why did this match need to go 27 minutes? For the Dream Gate match, I can understand. Because it's an epic Dream Gate match. Fine, you're trying to go really long. Why the fuck did this match have to go 27 minutes? Yeah. Was there any good reason for this match to go 27 minutes? I don't think so.
4: The only thing I'd say is maybe to give... T Hawk more chances to hit that really brutal GTS. Like, I think that's how Shima got concussed. Was look at how look how T Hawk was just dropping both him and DK on his knee. Like that. Like those. Those were rough. Or was the box shot? But the box shot happened too late for it.
3: Yeah. Uh, The box shot busted open Shima. I guess. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: But yeah, I don't. This this match fucking sucked. I really don't have anything positive to say about it. I mean, like the first. To me, people talk about the first ten minutes of Yamato Doy being boring. The first ten minutes of this fucking tag match almost put me to sleep. Yeah, at, it was I, so goddamn boring.
4: At least there was purpose for the ten minutes of legwork. This yeah. one was just like I had this match as this second worst match of the card, other than the opener. So
3: I like the opener better. That's how much I hate this match.
4: Oh, uh, I could go about like, seeing the, open, the opener again. The
3: opener, the opener was at least like had some comedy. This had nothing. This was 27 minutes of crap. So yeah, I'm over the CK1 team. Like this, they need to go away.
2: Yeah. Because this,
3: this match, was really bad. And I blame them more than I blame Shingo and T Hawk. Because Shingo T Hawk were just doing whatever they were gonna do. It was up to Shima and Dragon Kid to make this exciting, and they just they they failed miserably. So I don't know. And like the the chair shit was really bad. The the finish they even they even kind of messed up the finish. Because first of all, the camera the cameraman messed it up. He didn't catch. Um, Shima coming off of the Meteora. And then at the end of it, you could clearly see T Hawk was right there. Dragon Kid was supposed to jump over there and hold him back. T Hawk could have just fucking like breathed on them and broken up the pin. Yeah. And Dragon Kid finally at the last second when the referee's already at like two. Like, re- remembers he's supposed to go over there and hold him back and dives over there. So it looks that, that if anything, may look even stupider. And so they even blew the fucking fetish. Like, this is. The worst major Dragon Gate match I can remember in a long time. Really bad. Fucking hated it. (laughs) It's my burial. You want to to hear me finally bury something on this podcast? This match fucking sucked. (laughs) Anyway. range. I don't know if anyone has anything to add to this, but...
4: No, I said my piece.
1: Not really. I'm, I'm... I'm... I'm really glad that the the CK1 reign is being exposed as the sham that it is. <laughs> what well, case has been? Quiet. Well, we were,
0: I think we were we were all on the same page until that, but I have nothing to add really because this match was very very disappointing. Yeah,
3: um, I don't yep. know where CK1 is going from here, but I hope they lose these fucking belts soon. Like, um, to Kakator and Saito. and Saito.
2: Yeah,
0: k-
3: or or fucking North Tribe. Or North Tribe. I yeah. Mean, North Tribe. Please Tribe's God. God Street please. Is- yeah. Um any anything really. Just get yeah. these fucking belts. on. Please, lighten. North
1: Tribe, please. I will sell all of my internal organs. <laughs> no.
3: Please don't do Except that. Except for
1: my lungs. Except for my <laughs> lungs, because they, they're fucked up. But
2: um Um all right. I can't so go I, up a
1: set of stairs without feeling like I'm gonna die. I'm
2: but,
1: sorry. <laughs> it's okay, I, I brought this upon <laughs> myself.
3: Um Um the next one was the 57th Open the Triangle Gate Champion Decision three-way match. The Jimmies, which was... Oh, my God. Okay. Um, Jay messed this up again. It was, he has Genki in here. No, it was Susumu, Ryu Saito, and Kanda against Yoshido Gun, Yoshino, Katoka, and Benkei. And Verzerk, Cyber Kong, Monday Ryu, and Lindeman. Um, yeah, this, this match took a little bit to get going. So um, okay.
1: I'm just going to say what every everyone knows that I'm gonna say. Um, this match was not very good until Berserk was eliminated.
3: Yeah. I Like I that's when it really got started. I disagree. Look, I think Berserk was when Monday Ryu wasn't in there, I was fine with Berserk. When it was oh. Kong or Linda man, I thought they were good. Um Monday Ryu definitely dragged this match down and needs to stop being in these Toronto Gate matches. But Kong and Linda I thought were good. I had, I had no problem mm. with them. But um, Susumu ended up pinning Cyber at the backslide. I do agree with Milo that after Verzuk was out, the match got really good. Like that's when it went into uh-huh. uh, like overdrive, and Susumu ended up pinning Katoka with the Jumbo Nokachi after a pretty long exchange. And it was it was really Katoka got to shine. I there. really liked their exchange. Yes, Katoka. This was maybe I was gonna can we say this because Katoka's I... best match ever?
4: Uh, no, he had a couple <gasps> really good Millennials matches.
3: Yeah. The, the
1: Maria match was really good.
3: That's a good point, too. Yeah. And the,
1: um, and but, the,
3: the hair match, I remember, against, uh, what was it, against Punch?
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, the greatest five-minute match in wrestling history. Thank you <laughs> <Yeah>. for remembering. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, no, but those like those interactions alone between Katota and Susumu really sold me on wanting a straight three-on-three between those two teams. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Also, because I want to, I want more Ben Kay versus Susumu because I don't think that happened a lot in, if at all, in this match from my, what I remember. But um, I think a, I, think it was I want Lanzo. a straight.
3: I was just gonna say I think it was Joe Lanza point out on, on Twitter that Ben Kay in this match was kind of like on his first day on the job, basically trying to yeah. just stay no, he, out of the way of the
1: craziness. He didn't really do much in this match, but what he did, he did very well.
3: Yeah, they right. really protected him. I think it was by design because, mm-hmm. you know, these, these matches are fucking crazy. And everybody else in this match, even Mandai Ryu, has been through a million of them and knows how to, you know, time it and be in position and stuff. Whereas Ben K is like, oh, my God, everybody's going everywhere. What am I supposed to do? But um, they end up protecting him well, and he didn't end up looking that out of place. But you could definitely tell that he they were using him less than everybody else.
4: I'd really like to go back mm. on the Katoka and Susumu like finish. Like this was really yes. a great. I think this was Katoka has been really good since his return, and this that really, she has
3: Jay. Yeah,
4: yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it,
1: um, and um, the jacket
4: one was amazing. I think I said that before, but it just was great. Like he would not go down, and just like the way that like, Susumu finally pretty much had to kill him put him down and i and it really makes me think that if yoshino gun's going to turn out the way it is he's not going to be like a weak person on that in that unit he will be a solid like number three for that to like be like the third person in these matches as like the scrappy guy who's not going to go down and And i I think he's still
3: i think he's still going to eat his fair share of falls but i think he'll yeah he'll definitely be like like you said a scrappy guy who refuses to quit i think he'll be like in that kind of
2: the KZ
1: role. I
0: think that's KZ. Well, he, He'd role. be in the same spot that that Lindeman would be in in where there's Yoshido and Doi, who are like Shingo and T Hawk, who are obviously higher. And then Ben K would sort of have that Cyber Kong role, where you could only take him so seriously, but he's always going to be protected. And I think Kotoka would just sort of fall into place from there.
1: Yeah. Hmm. It's really funny because Kotoka, like Kotoka and Lindeman, joined Millennials on the same day. Um, after the dissolution of millennials, they went down completely different paths with Lindemann going over generation and Katoka, uh going crazy and going berserk. And now, um, or a little bit over a year later, the roles are reversed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Lindemann yeah. being this little asshole in berserk <laughs> and like he is, I'm sorry, he is. Um, and Kotoka being this crappy babyface.
3: Yeah, I agree. It's it's, I, I, mm. and I actually think both they're both better suited to those roles actually. So
2: mm.
3: like Katoka, Katoka, look, to me, he's he's fe- he's found his best self, where yeah, he wrestles best as an underdog, but he needed more of a personality. Like mm-hmm. he before that was always the biggest problem to me is he was just kind of there. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. he has that personality, you know, he this wacky black character. But at the same time, he still gets to play to his strength as a wrestler, which is more of like this scrappy underdog than being like a, you know, a Mm-mm. heel. Right. So I, I think, and, I think he's found his best self.
1: Yeah, and on he's a totally, his like, what <laughs> he's living his best life. I mean, um, kinda. <coughs> who like who would. He Like, oh, Shimizu, we need to talk about Shimizu later. Mm -hmm. But, um, I mean, I can't believe that Kotoka replaced the beefy man in his life with another beefy man. Truly living (laughs) his best life.
4: That is very Um, true. I mean,
1: come on now. Mm -hmm. What?
4: That is very true.
1: (laughs) Right. Um, One thing that I do have to say that has absolutely nothing to do with the way that he wrestles is that I'm kind of really getting used to the bald head and I would like it if he kept it that way
3: well he has to keep it through May
1: yeah I know I know I thank you John <laughs> um, That's no but like part. at Obvious. the time at the time I was like oh Kotoka like with no hair looks so fucking weird but now I think it actually really kind of suits him mm-hmm. it's like cool. I'm not gonna be mad if he decides to grow it out bad but yeah. I like it he's my little egg <laughs> and he had like special that face paint deb-
4: today <laughs> or yesterday
1: yes
3: <laughs> oh
1: god, John is dying
3: John is dying it's been a good <laughs> it's run it's okay
1: everyone it's just John dying
3: it's been a good run
4: this is now going to be a fashion podcast
1: <laughs> yes sorry um,
3: alright so anybody else got anything to say about the triangle gate match
1: um I really, my biggest takeaway from that match is that I really, really want just a straight three on three between Susumu Kanda and Saito and Kotoka, Benke and Yoshino.
3: I'm just happy the try I'm happy to try and stay with the Jimmies. Um, for Konda. him Susumu Kanda and Saito is a great team. It gives you Susumu, mm-hmm. the Ryosuka reunion and the Susumu Kanda reunion because Conda has. And Conda has a belt again, which is always cool. like Conda. Conda on the stage, holding up his belt, like doing his big goofy smile with the, you know, with the mouth guard. I was like, "Aw, I love Kid. him so much." I know he's so. I'm so happy for him. Um, Case, you he's said so like nothing. Goofy. Do you do you have anything to say about this match?
1: Case doesn't like no. it when the Jimmys. Are
3: champions.
0: No, no, that's not true at all. I, I, I like, I like the Jimmys. Um, no, I, I mean, if I said anything else, it would, it would just be echoing what you guys have said. It was. It was very good. I thought it got much better after Berserk uh, oh. got eliminated. And that's, yeah. that's all I've got.
1: Also, okay. no, they really sold me on that uh, sol Asciente on Susumu. I thought that was it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Like, that really oh, got yeah,
0: me. I, I, will, I will say that. Um... That, that we praised Susumu's chemistry with Ben K, even though it was limited, and Kotoka. The series with Yoshino of Jumbo Nokashi Yoshino pops up, Jumbo Nokashi, Yoshino pops up, and then they went into that.
1: Yes, that was that amazing. was
0: absolutely marvelous. I, really I mean, it, it was just tremendous professional wrestling. Yes.
3: So the Brave Gate. Um,
1: it's, it's, it's really funny also that we're talking about these two... With Genki and Saito together in a Triangle Gate match when our retro rewatch has the four of these these guys. Um, oh no, Saito was not in our in our retro rewatch, sorry. Yeah,
3: he he, he was uh, on the outside and he did he did get him. Yeah, he was
1: like, Hey, yeah. yeah. I love him. Uh but Genki Susumu and Yoshino were already in in Triangle Gate matches together 13 years. Not, not Triangle Gate, it was the UWA trios title, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But they are already in these matches together yeah, 13 years ago, so it, it kind of figures that they would have such amazing chemistry in those matches 13 years later. Yes.
3: Um, all right, so that was the Triangle Gate 3-Way. I thought it was good. Not quite as good as the Gate of Destiny 1, but still, still good. Mm-hmm. Nothing to complain mm. about.
4: I, I would like uh, to say so- I'd be okay if they – I know that the 3-Way match is a big deal. I'd be okay if they put it on the back burner for, for a little while.
1: Uh, and just do straight tags. Yeah, dude. Like as you were <laughs> I was talking. Six Sorry.
3: Yeah. The problem is the roster is so big now that they feel like they have to get more. Like this is how they get people on the show. So that's why. I yeah, think well, get Hiro
1: to... Watsonabe in those matches and not Monday fucking Ryu. Mm-hmm.
3: Agreed. Uh, okay. But
4: I'll get more into it when we talk about the rewatch. But yeah, I I'm kind of I would like to see them maybe. Maybe we're lucky that, like, the next big show is Champion Gate, that there's probably not going to be one of these for a little bit. But i will be okay if they just kind of cool their jets a little bit on that.
3: Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. All right, so the Brave Gate match. Ita um, defeating Kagator in 11 and a half minutes with the Salamander, I guess is what that thing is called. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Case, you can start, because I feel like you d- barely got to talk about the last two matches.
0: This was outstanding. Um, for some reason... This is something I brought on myself of of playing this role of someone that doesn't like Kagatora. I think he's marvelous. I mean, he's one of my favorite people to watch. I just sometimes go, you know, he's got a spot and he's very good in this spot. Let's keep him in that spot. This was a reminder that when Kagatora is able to step up to the plate and show all of his abilities... He's he's tremendous. I mean, he, he'd, you know, I, I'd put him against almost anyone. I mean, he'd be in my top 25 in terms of peak performance of wrestlers going today. This match is some is, is the one match that, that did not get enough time. Uh, You know, we've talked about I mean, the, the last three matches. They they went 25 <laughs> minutes or more, and it was a little absurd to see this one only go 11 minutes. And mm-hmm. Ava hit the best salamander ever. Uh, that move it looked wonderful. Uh, but i was yes. not ready for that to be the pin. I, it looked like they were just no. about to go into that final stretch and you know then then things ended it's disappointing but you know mm-hmm. will go back to to doing what he does which is outstanding and i really like that and you know h has been an okay champion and i but i'm okay with seeing h i continue to grow with his first singles title
1: yeah yeah chase i basically agree with everything that you said um especially oh, but... the part about what
0: Oh no, no! Continue.
1: No, especially the part about the salamander. I thought was going to lead to a kickout, and then that big finishing stretch. I was yes, not ready yes, for that to be agree. the end. Like that was so weird. It was so abrupt. It was so. I was like, this match barely started like five minutes ago. Um, yeah, it, it was, was very it very, very strange. By. What? Oh, I was just
0: saying it went, it went by very quickly.
1: Yeah, very disappointed that this got so little time because these two have really, really great chemistry together.
0: And it's something
4: that I just went back and looked over my notes from Gate of Destiny. I wrote down in for the match of lamita I felt like it needed and it had another gear, and it felt the same way here, and it makes me wonder if they don't mm-hmm. feel comfortable having Ada do like a twenty minute match when I feel like you gotta let the young man's wings spread a little bit, you know? Like you gotta give him a I mean, shot I, to do this.
1: What I don't understand is that they let him do it in King of Gate. You know, he had the draw with Tozawa. He had the Susumu match, I think, went like 15 minutes or something, or maybe a little bit more than that. And those two matches were probably the best matches of Ace's life. Right. So how can they not have the confidence to let him go that time in his title reign?
3: I view view this a little differently. I don't think it's about the confidence. I think it's that they think... They think the Bravegate matches should be a certain kind of match. It should be fast paced and over quickly. And they just want either Ada to like fall into that. Where it hasn't always been like that. But I feel like especially when you have long title matches ahead of it, they feel like, okay, we need something that's more of like really quick, fast paced, quick finish. I feel like No, that's no,
1: just... but there's there's really there's really quick and then there's really quick. This no, is I really been... quick in, in the disappointing way.
3: This was a right yeah, no, I see what you guys are saying.
1: Like, the Linda Man match way. was longer than this.
3: I'm just saying that i, I that's what I think is, their, yes, is the I way know. they're looking at it. That's all.
4: Yeah, and when you look back at the card in retrospect, like, it makes sense that w- if you're going to have a 33-minute main event, you, you don't want the other single style to go long either. It's just one right. of the things that I guess more, like, and I've kind of been harping on this in the show previews, the last couple of ones, I feel like Ada needs to have that jewel in his crown for his Bravegate reign. And he had a couple mm-hmm. more, I don't well, want to when say... When's it going to happen? Yeah, exactly. The, the, like, that's what I was about to say. When is it going to happen? Because... That
1: fourth defense, by the way. Yeah. I do
3: think he'll, he'll get a long Brave Gate defense during the Champion Gate shows when they split it up. Right. Anyway,
2: yeah.
4: But the way... It, but, like, my point is, he this title really is... To get him elevated, to put himself not necessarily in the big five role, but have someone that would be a, I, I guess, viable dream key holder, and, and unless you give him the opportunities to have these matches, like 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 anyone who's who's watched Dragon Gate would probably put Ada as their most improved wrestler in the world in 2016. I I don't feel like I'm being too hyperbolic in saying that, but if you don't get and I. I don't feel like they're preparing him as well for the role that he's going to have if you give him these shorter matches. Card build up, with, withstanding because of course, if you're going 35 minutes in the main event, your other singles match isn't going to go 27. So, I, I guess that's where my disappointment comes from. Mm-mm.
1: Anyone
3: else got any yeah, last I just, thoughts? I, oh, go
1: ahead. I just don't. I just. Don't understand, and I I love that match while it lasted, but it mm-hmm. should have lasted at least five minutes longer. Like, it's it's disappointing. It's just because I feel like that it with five more minutes, maybe this this could have been the crown jewel that you were talking about, Mike. If it had got if it had gotten just that little extra time for them to really go into that finishing stretch but it didn't happen and that's really disappointing
3: mm. so yeah so that was the Brave Gate match um, the undercard matches now the non-title matches first of all Mokizuki and Fuji we'd have to talk about them Oh yeah, just murdering Yamura and Ishida in about 12 minutes um, this was honestly kind of uncomfortable to watch it got so violent um, like Jesus Christ this got ridiculous. But would you say this that this was more uncomfortable? Ridiculous.
4: Would you say this was more uncomfortable than the uh,
3: ten man? I I think so. Okay. Like when when I, Yamura, I one of them was on the mat, like spitting up at the end of it. He got hit so hard, like, geez. yeah.
1: Yamamura was Yamura, I like the when when I glanced at my screen and I saw that he was like on the right after he got pinned. I was like, did he just throw up? Like, that was genuinely the first thing that came into my mind. I was, that was scary. Like, it was scary. Okay.
3: Yeah, they, they really wanted to beat the shit out of these two kids, and I guess, teach them something, but they they succeeded. Yeah, so the, I, can...
4: yeah I, I do have to say that I remember seeing this finish in a gif since then, and the uh, Hime with uh, Mochizuki stomping the guy's head was vicious. Like, Yamamura, like, like that—that that might be the most believable finishing series I've seen in a while. Like that was just brutal, and I—I I think it mm-hmm. probably was the that best was gross. match.
2: It was gross.
4: It was gross. It was probably the best match of the the overgeneration kids' careers so far. And for two guys that we've been kind of cur- screaming about, step it up, step it up. Like we'll see where it goes from from here because they really brought it in that match.
0: Well, that's the thing is that I think this was a necessary evil. Um, I certainly wouldn't want to be Ishida or Yamamura in that spot. I you know, I, I have a low tolerance for pain. I want no part of that. But for them to progress and to not get outshined by these new kids that have come in in 2016, this is the sort of performance that they need to put in. So I'm happy for them. I'm happy that they got their ass kicked because hopefully it can lead to better things. Um, as for the finish... I thought it was brilliant. Fuji had him in the in the Boston Crab, and I'm thinking, oh, he's gonna make the youngster tap out with the crab. Like that's gonna be such an insult. And then Mochizuki comes and lays in the nastiest curb stuff I've ever seen. And I almost stood up; it was so gross. But I it it popped me. I mean, more more power to Mochizuki because it was it was gross. But I didn't take it, so I found a little enjoyment out it.
1: It was disgusting. I loved it, really... it but it was disgusting. Yeah, yeah. That
0: this was uh, this was my match of the night I uh, I gave it in my review. This and the Triangle Gate match both were at three and three quarters. I like this one just a little bit more because this was more compact, and I think at the end of the day, this match will have a a more profound impact on the future than the Triangle Gate match did.
3: So yeah, that was Mochizuki and Fuji destroying our uh, and Uh Match two, Hulk and KZ. Finally, North Tribe gets a win. KZ pinning Shimizu in about eleven minutes. Um, hopefully, a, this
1: is with an uppercut, right? Yeah. Yeah, with
3: an uppercut. That was hopefully
1: that was is, like more power for, for KZ getting a win, but that was a weird way to get the win. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, here's the thing: is that that's things that I am not complaining about. North Tribe getting a win. All right, I'm very critical of BB Hulk, but I I really like North Tribe. I love KZ. Oh, it's
1: a Christmas not- miracle, my dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: not complaining about them getting a win. It just happens to make no sense in this spot. I was expecting Susumu to pin KZ. That's what I said in my review. Was that this will be like a warm-up for the Triangle Gate Mash and it'll come in and it'll look like a million bucks and it'll be full Susumu ahead. And I, I don't understand the finish, but I also can't complain about it too much because it was North Tribe getting the win.
3: Also, Susumu got to get both pins in the triangle game match. I mean, it's not... Yeah,
0: exactly. I was expecting him to just, you know, re- really you know clean house, and that, that didn't happen. I And I don't know, th- it didn't make any sense to me. It was, you know, a mix of the uppercut, and it just seemed really, really weird that Susumu wasn't even a factor in the finish, but then you know, he dominated later, so, you know, more power to him.
3: Yeah, I hope that hopefully this is setting up North Tribe to get a, a Twin Gate shot because I would like to see them win the belts and you know Hulk gets to do something, KZ gets to fuck, fucking do something again finally just let's let's do it North Tribe for Twin Gate champions 2K17
1: I will light a candle every single day <laughs>
3: you're going to have two candles, Milo's can going to have two candles going one is North Tribe, one is Hajime Ohara winning the junior title
1: you fucking know it
2: <laughs> i mean i
1: basically just have like in in the like in the case of hajime i more like have um voodoo dolls of all the other juniors so like two people can i mention um, we should mention too that we have two Torimon guys
3: who are gonna wrestle for the noah ghc junior title i didn't even think of that till just now fuck yeah yeah, Ishimori. Well, I, I, I don't
0: know who it is. I haven't paid attention to that one. It's
3: Taiji Ishimori. Okay, so
1: basically, is... let me.
0: <clears throat> okay, i heard <throat> Taiji Ishimori. Let's get the other one quick. Ishimori and who else? Which, which... O'Hara. Oh, 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 okay. All right. Got you. All right. Good now.
1: Right. Because <laughs> that fucking goofball Katode, who can't fucking do anything right in his life, like he can't get a haircut. He can't wear gear that doesn't look like a pile of shit. He can't even really wrestle very well. Um needs needs Harada to hold his hand in tag team matches and his junior he, like his junior reign that just ended was a fucking disaster. Um decided that he wanted to go heavyweight in Noah. He looks like he weighs um, about 80 he, fucking pounds soaking wet. Why the fuck is he going heavyweight? he's set, he's set, He's 72 kilos. Um, he's going heavyweight because he's a fucking idiot. I just told you all the reasons why Katoge is a fucking idiot. He's from Osaka.
3: Wow. Wow. You know what they say
0: about the, those Osaka people.
1: <laughs> Milo. You know that's an actual trope
3: in Japanese eight, culture, right? In case you're wondering, everybody, Milo is not a fan of Katoge. <laughs> <So> <laughs> you
1: know that the idiot, you know that the yes. idiot from Osaka oh. is an actual trope it's in like Japanese a, culture, it's right? Like,
3: it's like backwater, heck, American, basically, yeah. Yeah. Is that, is no,
1: but that
2: really the way Ketouye... at? It? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's viewed as yes. kind of the
3: South.
0: I, mm-hmm. I had no idea. I actually I looked at it as like the opposite. So that's. I learned something new today.
1: No. No. Yeah, Tokyo, has, Tokyo, has Tokyo, shitty hair, Tokyo. shitty gear, shitty wrestling ability. He's going to get murdered by Sugiyuda, and I will fucking drink to that. It's sort of like how New Yorkers so,
3: look at the Midwest and the South, basically. It's how Tokyo yeah, basically. people look at Osaka. Uh,
1: and so. Kotoge decided that he was going to, uh, because you know he he and Harada won the GHC Junior Titles back, uh, Junior Junior Tag Titles back from um, Goatman and your dad, um, and um, and uh, they you know what Jado and Ghetto ha- are a very touching couple in the way that only the two worst bookers in the world could form such a <laughs> lovely tag team. <laughs> wow. Um, and so <laughs> Momo knows
3: what? I said Milo is leaning in, everybody.
1: <laughs> so Momo uh, won the titles back from uh, Giotto and Ghetto, and Kotori, uh, Right after the match, decided that he was going uh, announced that he was going heavyweight next year, and since next year is in five days. Um, he va- vacated both of his tit- both of his titles. He's gonna team up with Marufuji so... in,
3: in the in the ultimate team of like juniors who are pretending to be heavies, I guess. Although I love <laughs> I love Marufuji, but you know that's a Maru weird team. is
1: better than Kratoge in like every uh, single uh, aspect of life. Yeah. Um,
3: I don't know why we're talking so much about now. And
1: but- uh, and so yeah, Katsuye vacated his titles. He's going to go up to heavyweight. Uh, I really don't know how he's going to do that since I'm pretty sure that he's actually the lightest of all the juniors, save maybe Kumano. I when, when I read that, I thought it was a joke. Like, I was like, what the Mm-mm. fuck? I mean, Kato- I mean, Kotogi is a joke. <laughs> so it makes sense.
3: But And um, so
1: they're having Ishimori and Ohara wrestle for the title on, I believe, January, January 7th.
3: Yeah, January 7th.
1: So the and so there are two tory-mon tory-mon tory-mon, guys.
3: Yeah, the Torimon battle. It's Torimon
1: versus so. Torimon. A- you know Toriumon.
3: that it's Toiyomon X versus like the weird post X period that never went anywhere. Toiyomon X versus Kasa. Well, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah,
1: Hajime was never. I think Hajime was Toiyomon Yeah, he was never.
3: He was never. He was never an X. Yeah, he never made. He he. No no. He was, he was in Mexico during X, basically. So he would have yeah, been like was,
2: the next he, wave. He was
1: trained. He was trained by, by Ultimo. Yeah. Um he but he never a... actually wrestled in Pokemon, Mexico. He's he's in, that... in, Toriman, he's in the...
3: well no, no Toriman, Mexico he did. Yeah he did. Yeah. Oh, in... oh sure. yeah, absolutely. Toriman, mm-hmm. he never wrestled in Torimon in Japan. So O'Hara Mm-mm. is in that weird post. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: sorry. Absolutely.
3: It's like Ohara, Okada, um, Horiguchi. Yeah. That mm-hmm. whole girl. It's
1: yeah. just that Hajime's work in Mexico, like he worked a lot more for CMLL than he yes. worked for
3: he did a long, he had a, long, he had a long run in CMLL. Um, yeah. So I don't know how he got off on this tangent, but... Uh, I no, don't I,
1: know, but I'm glad that I got to air my my true feelings about Atsushi Katoge.
3: Yeah, he fucking... Um, I, I agree with you. He fucking sucks, actually, but... I actually um, took this time like...
4: to look up everyone who was in that term of Toriyama oh, okay. Because Noah is so out of my wheelhouse, so... Uh, <laughs> contemporaries, even though they are denoted as Tormon X, even though that they never made the, their debut because they were 13th term rather than 12th term which was the last one to be a part of Dragon System, were Hiromi Horiguchi Tsusumu Osiogi, also known as Milano, Milano Connection Hercules Singa, Kajijiro Matsuyama, Ohara and, Okanga, and Okada along with Chango so, that's all um, I have
1: oh, but, Chango
4: the, the, that's the only I did not contrape- realize that
0: Hercules Singa was, was talking about property.
4: Uh, I mean, this is post-split. I mean, they were training with X-Guys. Just because I knew who they... Mm-hmm. I, I knew that they were involved, and I was like, I did not. I was like, why have I never seen them pop up on a results? Oh, they were right after the split. So
3: Yeah, Ohara. I was really... For some reason, I was really into reading about Ohara and Hiromi Horiguchi during that time. You, I was like, please, please, God, Hiromi... Where, is, where are Hiromu Horiguchi and Ohara going to end up? Ohara had a great career. Um, poor Horiguchi, the Genki's fake brother, did not have a very good career. <laughs> that,
4: that, that's what I was about to say. This is what happens when it turns out that your relationship with Genki is fake.
3: I know, because for yeah. years, none of us could figure out, like, Dragon Sister, Vans are like, why the fuck will Genki bring his brother in? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong? Does he hate his old brother? And then it's like, oh, it's a work. Because hmm. it, it never made any sense to anybody, why the fuck... Like Kenki gets Naoki into he gets Naoki into Dragon Gate. but He doesn't get his fake his his fucking brother into Dragon Gate. Like what the fuck is he doing? But no, it's because it was a work. <laughs> that was the end. Dragon Gate's not and, very good um, with brothers. And yeah, you. Uh,
2: that's true. Mm. And well, you, men- well, there, you mentioned. A...
0: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I'll, I'll I'll say I'll say this real fast. It's it's public knowledge. I'm not breaking any any moral grounds here, but there is there's a point in time where ACH was in talks with Dragon Gate, and they wanted to bring him in as Rich Swan's brother.
4: <laughs>
0: no. Oh! Oh my god! Not,
4: I, I not, totally forgot about not that. Not
0: the best, not the best <laughs> idea Dragon Gate's ever had. Um, politically, morally, not great. But, I would have liked to have seen ACH in Dragon Gate. Missed opportunity. Well, what
3: would going to called? ACH Swan? <laughs> <Albert>? <laughs> maybe, maybe it would have been Albert,
0: Albert, Swan. Albert yeah. Swan.
2: Yeah, yeah. Th- this
0: would have been anyway. post Junction Three, so this would have been like I think the plan was Ach to be in World One International. He might have been Pox replacement. Wow. I think that timeline would actually match up perfectly.
3: So it would. Yeah, yeah. Somehow, somehow I never heard this story. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think I think Case said something about Senda earlier. Oh, he
3: just said.
0: Yeah, like I didn't realize him. he was Toriyama. Yeah, I had
1: no yeah, idea he was I'm... part of Toriyama. I might be talking out of my ass right now because I I mix things up a lot, but I'm fairly certain that Senga was actually part of Los Salceros Japoneses. Yeah, he was the at last some one. Point.
4: He, was he was Banana Senga. Yeah, he
3: was banana like Senga.
1: Banana Senga or something like that. Yeah.
3: Both he was nice. like the lost, the yeah. lost fourth, the lost fourth. Uh... <laughs> I can't, I can't pronounce Salsero. that. Salsero. Yeah, Salsero. it's Salsero. okay.
4: Which is kind of I, insane I because it, it's kind of <laughs> insane considering that Passion Hasegawa was like 15. So, oh, right, yeah, yeah, Senga would have to have been an absolute baby then.
3: But, um, okay. I mean, so we, he's we got
1: 32, all... 33, something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure.
3: So, when so then 32. he, he would have been like, yeah, he would have been like 20, I guess,
4: which is 19. crazy yep. because, he, yeah. Because Minamo is only 30, Mm-mm. and he was in Torimon. He made his debut at 16, so he's probably down in Mexico at 14.
3: That's crazy. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. That would explain so much about him.
3: <laughs> it, it does, don't it? Um, all right, so we got off on the weirdest little side tangent here. Every time, I'm like, wow, we're going to end this is
1: show. Is anyone really surprised at this point, really? <laughs> like, we're going to end this why, show why, early. Why,
3: why,
4: why, why, oh, I oh,
1: my fucking god. <laughs>
4: Case, this is what happens when you reveal the scoops.
1: <laughs> that was, like, the worst one yet.
2: Oh, my God.
4: I'm so I glad we, we don't we edit. I'm so glad we don't edit.
3: <laughs> I thought we were all gonna die.
2: Case,
3: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, what the fuck? That was I crazy. can't. I have,
0: I have no control over that every that 45 minutes. That was the
3: minutes. worst one you've ever had, though. Like, I thought, okay, we coming, should... I thought you were through and
1: kill us. <laughs> we should, we should, should we talk about the final gate opener or just about Maria looking really...